Would you be brave enough to let the world listen in as you and your friends sit around and talk at a bar? Probably not a good idea, but I don't know. We're seeing some shit we ain't never seen before, kid. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in Garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, what's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. Look at the psycho logs into this shit. <laughs> don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound feet. It's gonna ever keep me down. Live. From the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Dave. I'm a TV and the New York Times. Go fuck yourself, asshole. You're not famous. How about that? All right. Okay. You certainly showed him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of that guy telling me, fuck you every week. <laughs> every Who the hell does he think he is? Every week. So you don't it's deserve his, that. It's his opener. Bitter it's bastard. So Thank things, you, everybody. Things back to normal now? I think. Brian, which mic are you on there? Uh, seven. No, okay. Tr- seven, try it now. Seven. There you go. Seven. seven. All right. I think I have seven. everything sorted out now. So who, who who's that cursing out there, Dave? Yeah, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know Dave? Mm-hmm. You know Dave. Yeah, right? I know Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. Good, good guy. Good guy. Good, 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 good neighborhood guy. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Mm-hmm. Good neighborhood guy. Good people. He's good people. Good peeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> welcome back to Live from the Barrage here on Radio Nope. Thank you, Tree Voight and uh, Bobo Chimp, 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 Chimpin, filling in for Tree there on uh, Preemptive Strike. You could hear that, of course, at 7 p.m. Eastern before our show every Friday night. We thank them for a great saxophone filled good time i was listening to it earlier it's good stuff if you're into that sort of thing who knows preemptive strike it uh could be anything any week tune in to find out it's like a it's like a mystery mystery lollipop the only thing i'm sure of <laughs> is that it comes on at 7 p.m <laughs> thank you very much uh we have a big show today we have of course we have a guest today we have uh, a uh, great woman named christina antonia mazachi what she do Besides having the mintest name ever, <laughs> Esquire. <laughs> now that's Italian. She is a lawyer for um, the workers at BNH who are trying to organize a union. Nice. BNH, for those of you who don't, who don't know, is a big, huge, uh, you know, fixture in Manhattan. They sell, what do they sell that, Ryan? Cameras? Electronics. Uh, podcasting equipment. DVD, <laughs> DVD players. <laughs> Yeah, some kind of, what the hell is that? <laughs> I guess it works. One of those. <laughs> Music Cops picking up stuff. They sell those. It's, it's closed it's Friday the afternoon one. and Saturdays. Right. So, <laughs> we'll talk about that. It's run by, <laughs> run by, uh, let's, you know, they're run by, it's run by Hasidim. There's nothing wrong with saying that, right? Is that the right word? <laughs> Hasidic Jews. Sounds good to me. 
<laughs> no, that's that's Jody saying that. But by the way, in case anyone accuses us of anti-Semitism, I have two Jews in the show on the show today. <laughs> and, and, Jody and one of them has a vagina, panel. so you know. There you go, Jody you got Shapiro two bases covered. and Brian Musikoff, both okay. Jewish of the Jewish faith. Now that you sold us out, great. So I'll be hiding in the Anne <laughs> Frank room and tonight. I'm an honorary Jew. <laughs> so, just in case, they're a big, uh, big, huge uh, warehouse, and they put out this catalog. They're huge, and uh, apparently they're. Weren't treating their workers uh, very fairly, so we'll talk to her about that, and she'll be coming on at nine o'clock. What do you guys think of that? that sounds I'm looking forward. I think that's to pretty awesome. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody at the same time, go. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. All the excitement of the week and uh, the past two weeks has been too, a little too much for me. After, <laughs> I feel like I'm like done. <laughs> After poker uh, last week. Tommy ordered Domino's pizza. Uh-huh. I know. Oh, I mean, you know, Domino's pizza. But, so you're uh, fired, is what he's saying? <laughs> yeah. We all ate it. <laughs> Don't worry. It was like, you know, it was fucking pizza. I ordered a pizza before the show. We had plenty of pizza here in the barrage. Yeah, and it was all fucking gone. These pigs, uh, they, these gavones, they ate it all. I mean, I they didn't even I leave know. me one slice. I, know. I, I asked. Excuse me. Hold on. Live from the barrage. Pizza update. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Tommy orders his Domino's pizza, and I ate two slices of that horrible cardboard shit, and I I went inside and fell asleep on the couch. (laughs) Those guys sat out here playing poker and, like, woke me up and handed me $60. I'm like, oh, thanks. Hey, paid for sleeping. Pretty great. (laughs) See that? You do better when you're sleeping. I did better when I was sleeping. When I play, I lose. (laughs) Should be your strategy every (laughs) week. That's that's fudge strategy. He falls asleep right at the table every week. Right. Then he wakes up and his eyes start rolling around. You know he has a hand, oh and you're God. fucked. When you, yeah, as soon as he wakes up and if he, <laughs> he, he stays dead. in, and it, the, there's nothing worse than getting beaten by a sleeping guy. It sucks. <laughs> well, not his fault, from what I understand. What do you mean? Right? Doesn't he have narcolepsy? Yes. No, he wakes up at four o'clock in the morning to go to work. <laughs> and get, he has a job. The poker game doesn't start till eleven. He's not a narcoleptic. Okay. I don't believe. I mean, you know, I'm no doctor. <laughs> but you play one on the radio. No, my doctor, doctor, but uh, I get uh, watching uh, Rodney videos and deep into the middle of the night lately too. I'm a sick man. You got a little back to school? No, I'm watching like Best of Rodney on uh, you know talk shows and stuff. Uh huh. I'm watching cockatoos curse out their owners. So. <laughs> uh, hey, Eric, what's name? Eric. The best, yeah. I, I can never remember. Oh yeah, that was funny. I can never remember any jokes that people say. So every time I watch the Roddy video, I'm cracking up. It's like a brand new time. I'm like a parrot. I have the memory of a goldfish. It's a brand new experience for you. It's a brand time. new experience. Fucking <laughs> legend. Uh, just I don't know why. See, MSNBC is on the TV right now, but the the, the, the byline uh, underneath the guys is a Trumpster fire. <laughs> well, yeah, because Christie endorsed him today. He did. He did. Is, you know, Chris Christie, uh, the governor of New Jersey, endorsing Donald Trump today, hoping to hitches hitches uh, right. wagon to that ride. What a lump of shit! Oh, I was listening to our. I hope it's got a lot of torque. Right. <laughs> right. I was listening to our fellow radio cohort uh, Francesa on the way home tonight. Oh, where was he oh, talking man. about Trump? Because he, he was talking about, about him yesterday. He was, he was taking calls about Trump. Too, oh, I had to turn Ooh, it off. He's not going to. Christie's not going to be the. It's impossible. He's not going to be the vice president. Right. There's no way. Look, look, listen. You got two guys from the East Coast. Nobody's going to go for that. It's going to be the Attorney General. Okay, right. okay, okay. I'm such a genius. It's going to be the AG. Ryan, were there any calls that were pro Christie? <laughs> Every single one of them was. Yeah, yeah no I, way. Yeah. You know, Francis is yeah, 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 yeah. a sports fan. Yesterday I heard ones that were uh, not in favor of Trump, and last week also. But uh, yeah, he, yeah, he had, today, yeah. Francis is like, yeah, we got to build uh, infrastructure. 
and have a candidate who doesn't take money from special interests. <laughs> I'm like, you think? You're just picking the wrong guy, though. <laughs> Fucking dog. Mike Zahn. Footlong Zahn. Did you hear that he's got, like, a, that's the rumor? He's got, like, a footlong Don? <laughs> what? Oh, what? It was like, oh, came out on Twitter that. last week or something. Some oh. guy was, like, a college roommate of his or something. He says he's packing serious heat. Oh, sounds suspect <laughs> to me. I believe it. I don't know. But now I can't look at him the same way. Every time I look at him, his picture is, like, this Don going. I should have said this with at law offices <laughs> going, in the building. Going down. <laughs> me I'm the packing eye. my pistol. Oh, boy. I'm. Packing my foot long dong. It's like down this pants leg. I can't. I can't look at him on TV. It's horrible. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> my penis. I can't find any. I can't find Francesca. I can't find Stage Panther. It's terrible. I'm off today. It's one of those off days we for John Hula. It. Yeah. It's okay, John. You're just relaxing. How many you guys like to get laid? Well, I don't agree with that, but uh, do a foot long penis. You lick me. I lick you. I don't know if I should say this tonight because I know I know we got law we got law officers here and I'm packing my pistol. All right. <laughs> Deep. Yeah. That was Trump, right? That was Trump. That's not <laughs> No, what did uh Kazuka say yesterday? Um Paul Sanders doing Paul Stanley and we were going on back and forth. <laughs> It was funny in print. <laughs> Should have been there. So thank you, Pat, for joining us. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Brian Musikoff. Of course, waiting on the perpetually late Tommy Rockstar. Oh, don't worry. He'll make an entrance and crumple all his bags directly into the microphone. <laughs> He'll let everybody know that he's here. His pop chips. He'll start pointing at all of us. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do we? How did we manage to keep the show going without having somebody point at us the entire he's, time? He's like the the hipster Zubin Mehta. <laughs> <laughs> Mario's not early. <laughs> A little uh, conductor reference from Ryan. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I don't know what, what's going on with Mario. I, usually he calls me during the uh, during the day, but I haven't heard from him. I had there he sex is. on stage in Amsterdam, we know. my friend. Thank you. What? <laughs> <laughs> non sequitur. So, anyway, that's it. That's all I got. How, how's your week been, Ryan? Yeah, it's uh, so-so. Breaking yeah, yeah, I know great. crazy stories about Jody. <laughs> John's looking for material. Yeah. Did you take notes? What's going on? Right. Does anyone else take fucking notes? No. I just bounce off everything <laughs> you say. What the fuck? I keep all my notes up here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> right up here. I got used to having nine guests a week on this I know. show. So, you know, I just kind of sit back and really not say anything Dude, like, anymore. How am I going to fit all this yeah. in? How am I going you know, to do this? And now I got nothing. Hey, it worked out. Worked it out did. real well. It did. I go, I'm working on some more huge, huge guests. Yeah. Nice. Big things I can't talk about, but uh, we, get, we have some big things happening, man. I'm big. working on some big guests, but they're just overweight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Number 30, she looked like Seika. <laughs> <laughs> and I have an incredible heartburn because I had a, my wife was nice enough to make me a homemade calzone. It did not cost $22. <laughs> nice. I was going to say it was because you ate that Domino's a week ago. Yeah, and I ate Tommy's horrible little calzones he made, which, you know, when he brought to the Christmas party, his heart was in the right place. They were 22 calzones, mini ones, which is, you know, funny. They were just... Were they a dollar a piece? They were inedible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I feel bad because I sat there baking them. <laughs> oh, he actually made them? He brought his hair in a bun and his uh, motley, <laughs> motley crew apron. Oh, no. <laughs> Kissed the cook with umlauts over the O's and shit. He printed his own apron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Apron merch. And I felt bad. I had to spit it in the garbage when he wasn't looking. It was that, <laughs> it was that bad. You know, I eat from some pretty. And bad they were shit. they were uh, the colors of the Italian flag. Too. Yes, they were colored. They were colored in the uh, colors of the Italian flag. Seriously, I think you got it in the right order. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do John's Christmas party every year the exact same way. I come in here, I make a beeline all the way for that corner that Brian's in over there. It's like it's like I'm practically not even on the property. Uh-uh. <laughs> I just lock myself in that corner and let people come to me. Number thirty on the chat box. I, you know, I would never order Domino's. These guys, you know, it was late at night. They they were. Uh, there was a splinter faction. They went off on their own. <laughs> you were, Splitters. You were, you were hoodwinked. Yeah. Hey, John, I have a question mm-hmm. for you. Uh, today, I read Shoot. an article about pizza, and you know how much I love pizza. And I do. You're were, the only person I know who doesn't like pizza. And they were talking Live about... from the barrage, pizza update. They were talking about the cold cheese slice, and I was wondering if you had ever had one. No, I don't even know what that is. Let me tell you what a cold cheese slice is. All right. It's like a, four hours later. It's a, no, it's a slice of pizza that's like hot out of the oven, and then they dump a handful of cold mozzarella on top. Right. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, it what, sounds like you know something you would Adam do in Cuban a dorm room. Or swears something. by him. Says they're awesome. I don't know. He's the pizza maven. I. You know, this is an area I don't really know much about. So <laughs> I, I'm curious. I could, get, I could get into that. I don't know, man. Eating a like a one, eating like a handful of shredded mozzarella out of a plastic bag, kind of thing. Like, well, just I, I don't know if it's really out of the plastic bag. I think you know it's probably, it's probably artisanal, mozzarella. you know, yeah. shredded mozzarella, you know, so, shredded by artisans. Soli chiming in, saying cold cheese is fucking amazing. Also, listen to Soli every Monday night on cold cheese here on Radio <laughs> no. The Cold Cheese Power Hour. Cold Cheese Power Hour. You'll you hear lots of uh, songs. <laughs> cold cheese were my favorite 2 a.m. band at CBGB. I had cold cheese on Wednesday night, John. We had a, as you saw, we had a blackout over by me in, in, in Hoboken. Oh, you lost power? Oh, yeah, yep. Um, and Is I was, the Frank Sinatra Memorial okay with the lights still? <laughs> I bet you the lights stayed okay. on that joint. Let me tell you, they're right. taking care of it. They, they get a generator. They botch you right through that. But the, <laughs> <laughs> the brown star was missing. No matter what, the lights stay on. <laughs> <laughs> so I made a Z. I don't give a fuck if lightning hits the up. Epi- lights stay on. Hey, on. Cuckoo. Be shutting off my lights. <laughs> <laughs> Talk down to me. Well, here's the sad part. The lights were on and off, and I'm making this, the graphic for this week's show, and I had to redo it twice because I lost everything because the uh, fucking power went out. Uh, so you saw the second one, which isn't as good. I did. It's the uh, whack-a-mole. <laughs> right. Came out great. Uh, thanks. Uh, the, first one, the first one was... Awesome, and I'm surprised it didn't save because I have that auto save thing. But it just happened uh, where it didn't save. Balls. What, I, I, what balls. kind of program are you using? I, well, I have I had the time machine, but it wasn't. It didn't catch up, and I use Photoshop. Are you, so, right. it should, okay. so it you're saves. Not- you're not giving away secrets here by revealing the software you use and techniques and all because I can't do that shit. I'm behind all. the times. I secrets you don't want my secrets of Photoshop. Right. There's been a couple of times where I I wanted to send you. Uh, I, I just wanted to send you the material so you could cut up and make a funny yeah, picture because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I have a pretty good phone app. I, do, I don't know how to use Photoshop. I do. You're it really on this phone good at app. It. It's it, this phone app makes everything so easy. What's it called? I don't want to plug it because oh. the the guy is so annoying. Like. Uh, He's like, uh, he's always begging. He's like, oh, I make this app myself. This is how I feed my family. Pay me two ninety nine. So like, you p- I pay him the two ninety nine eventually because I used the thing for like two years. I'm like, fine, I'll get all the extra features, get all the other fonts and stuff. You know, you're good. Whatever, it's three bucks. And then after I paid that, or maybe it was I paid a dollar ninety nine. Then after I paid that, there was apparently another step up you could do, and those ads started popping up every time. Uh-huh. I every time you make a move on the thing, the ad pops up, and I'm like, this motherfucker. 
So I won't be plugging his app. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good, though. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, I don't want everybody else to have it, and then all of a sudden, uh, I can't. I'm, I'm not the greatest anymore. So you know? all those things that you post to Facebook, that's all made on your phone? Yes. They're real good, then. Oh, my finger. Yeah, I, I use it. my finger. <laughs> <laughs> finger. Like Jackie Marlowe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that about Trump when I'm listening to him talk. What? What? About what? That, uh... He talks in the mannerism of Howard Stern, in a way. You know what I mean? Condescend. I noticed that like, he his reporters. He's condescending. Constantly. Like he'll say things like, uh, you know, uh, you know, Mitt Romney screwed it up. I don't know what 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 happened over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's what he did for the last two months. I wasn't there. I don't know what's going on over there. Shit like that, you know. And it's just like the, in the dismissiveness of it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he still thinks he's on a reality show, and then it's going to get fixed yeah. in post. This was the best. So the the, the post um, the post debate interview after the debate, they interviewed Donald Trump, and they, they're traditionally going. when they have, yeah, right. <laughs> and that's that's where he does this great thing where he um, like no matter w- what happened during the debate, he like just rips everybody again and like almost like wipes the clay slain. Uh, th- this what <laughs> wipes the clay slain? Wipes the clay slain. <laughs> Holy shit, Jay. Show's over, everybody. <laughs> Jolly shit, hey. John's having a stroke. We gotta go. Had, I sm- right, you oh smell God. burnt toast? toast. <laughs> uh, he wipes the slate clean, and uh, he goes, he, this is the best. He goes, uh, they're talking about him releasing his tax forms or whatever, his tax returns. And he's like, oh, I can't release it because it's under audit. You would never do that. He's telling the reporter, you can't release something that's under audit. And I'm always under audit because, you know, I don't know why. Maybe it's because religion and this and that. And the guy's like, wait a minute, what? Religion? <laughs> religion. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm a good Christian. And they, that's why they're attacking me. So, <laughs> that, that was the craziest thing I ever heard. Like, he was almost making sense up until he said <laughs> the IRS is attacking him because of his religious beliefs. Yeah, his well, he's like went up 5% in the South. He just found out that. who Jesus yep. was two he, weeks ago. He's like the black Israelites in, in Times Square. When you walk by them and you listen to them for like three or four minutes and you're like, hey, yeah, you know, they've really got a point there. I'm going to listen some more. And then after six minutes, it's like, whoa. Really? You stand there for six minutes and listen to those students talk? I used to have to listen to them all day. Why? Because I worked in an office that overlooked their little (sighs) speaker's box. Every time I walk by them, I I just go like this as I'm walking by. Shut the fuck up, you (laughs) fucking asshole. Do you hide your face, too? I always hide my face because they videotape everyone that like walks by them stop fucking bothering everyone you dicks and keep walking <laughs> i don't see them as shut a the fuck up <laughs> they're still around so yeah this, yeah hey, i haven't seen them in like 10 years yeah they, they used to be right. outside the brill building all right the time. on top of their they're by you know where they were recently boxes. is like um sixth avenue and 32nd street something like that yeah. yeah they're over there speaking of brill building segway uh is anybody following that show vinyl yes yeah it looks terrible uh, I, I like it so far. I've seen about three or four or five people on Facebook already say that uh, it's not good. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'm really judge for myself. It. But, it's uh, a cartoon. The mixed reviews are rolling in. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. It's Who's a, the main? It's, it's a cartoon. The main chooch, Bobby Cannavale's. Yes. Yeah. yes. He's, He's from Middle Villages. Yep. Oh, I didn't. That's right. Yes, that's right. We he was great on Boardwalk Empire. I know. I, we should. He knows Mikey Big Time. He's probably fetching Mikey Big Time. Mikey knows big time. He, he's the real life Mikey Big Time. <laughs> Mikey, you really big time. <laughs> huge time. Huge Mikey, time. Huge. Because <laughs> he was great on Boardwalk Empire. But, he's uh, great, great in everything. He's great. Every, have you he's seen Station Agent? Station Agent. Yeah. So that that was really good. Soli is saying it's real choochy, but he loves it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little goofy. 
And pe- people are panicking, saying, it didn't happen that way. Well, it's fiction, of course not. Yeah, well, right. also, it's told from the perspective of a coked-up maniac. Right. So it's, <laughs> if accuracy is what you're looking for, maybe this is not your show. Right. What's cool, though, is they give props to uh, Cool Herc when he was having his uh, DJ party. And the, that actually was the correct location. Right, right, it was right, the right, right building Cedric, number and everything. Cedric at, so, yeah. Yep. So, which they just renamed that street, Hip Hop Avenue. <laughs> That's <laughs> where I grew up. Oh, Okay. Is it Sedgwick? Is that the street or the building? No, the building. Uh, not the building. The street is Sedgwick. Sedgwick. Avenue. Okay. And it was in the rec room kind of thing. Oh, they had and the parties DJ. out in the front. Like they showed him pulling up to one. Right. That's in the summertime. That's what would happen. Okay. You should petition to get your birth certificate's address changed to Hip Hop Avenue. <laughs> Hip Hop Avenue. <laughs> Ryan, what goes on in this vinyl show? And Jody, does like a. Like like you wait for like the you know like the main like one of the band characters to come in. He walks in. He's like, "Hey, how's everybody doing, Governor? It's well, Robert Plant, well, and I'm here to Robert record Plant. a record album." No, the like, thing with Robert Plant is he gets Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. Exactly. Chimney needs a lovely yeah. holiday with you, Plant. Little penguin. Chimney needs some around. sweeping. He actually gets chewed out by Robert Plant because they, <laughs> they screw Robert. They screw them over by, or they try and cheat them, and it's like right as he's about to go on stage for you fuck me for the last time but the song remains the same so things like that happen on the show you know he's wearing that that goofy outfit with the vest and all that you know and the belly button you know when people show up to record and stuff back then did they ever just like wear regular clothes or they were oh, just like that all the time they can't no, be everybody it's so costumey the yeah. show yeah. you can't be seen like not in style you know yeah, everyone's in a blouse but that was the 70s <laughs> big, that was what it was big collars, that was yeah, part of it everything going on like that a lot of polyester uh, he was supposed to sign the good rats actual dialogue <laughs> in that disaster yes. right. so. yeah. hoboken got a right. shout out <clears throat> Exactly. And they don't, and they don't like, uh, and he smashed a uh, Jethro Tull record in the show. Also, what the fuck? This has a flute on Robert Plant. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh, Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they also talked about what is the this? Scott fuck of flutes. Right. <laughs> I need a shit. Basically, yeah, you're not far off. But uh, it's actually he met his wife at uh, a Warhol factory shindig. Mm. Right, it's, you know he yeah, gets all uh, yeah with the Velvet Underground are playing, right. so, so they can yeah, like crowbar it's, every it's character. So ridiculous! The show. Yeah. They're it's on so the Dirty Boulevard. It's like, <laughs> it's like Forrest Gump. Yeah, the name of the episode was Dirty Boulevard. Oh, actually, no, no. Hey, I've seen yeah. your movies. You got a great penis. <laughs> <laughs> but they did talk about the Coventry, which is uh, a club that was on Queens Boulevard, not far from where I live now. Uh, it's a Red Wing shoe store right now. I know exactly what you're talking about because you know exactly I need to go to that store because my boots have a hole in it. See? It's Synergy right there. Yep, I know. But yeah. The Coventry was was when um, when the Mercer Arts Center collapsed, which actually happens in the show, even though it's fictionalized account. After Mercer was out of commission, uh, the Coventry was where punk rock bands would play because there was no place else for them to play at that time. Right. That's, that's in what about right? Lamora's East? That wasn't around. It wasn't yet. around no, yet. No, the Coventry. I'm in the wrong. The time. Coventry was only yeah. around for like a year or two, uh, maybe three at the most. And um, I've been told that it was run by mafioso types. Right. So it was definitely a front. But no, where, this was on Queens what? Boulevard. Yeah, it was what? on Queens Boulevard oh, and like 47. Yeah. Lamar East is going to be on the spinoff show cassette. Tape. Right. These very these very <laughs> shoes. <tape. laughs> these very shoes on my feet right now were bought at that exact location. Well, my, see, punk did they, rock. Did punk they rock. say the titular line yet? Like, hey, what am I supposed to do with all this vinyl? No, but the opening graphics are like totally cheesy, like a, a, a phonograph needle going through the grooves of a record oh, and a breakneck piece. And now piece. this is Scorsese produced this or directed it? Or he, directed he directed the pilot. And directed the pilot. Okay. It was a, it was two hours long too. It was, I mean, it was a pilot episode generally better than the rest of them? Ju- it could have passed as a film no, for itself. The second it been, one was a little better. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Second's better. 
I'm along for the ride. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm a little bit too young to have been in the business at that time, but I was in the business <laughs> about a decade after that when there were still those kind of people right. floating around who still believed that it was 1978 yeah. and expected to be treated as such. So I'm interested to see, you know, not to get all uh, feminine on you, but I'm interested to see how they portray the sexism in the industry. And it's already been shown a little bit, but I wonder how far they're going to get into it. Right. Um, because even now, the music industry is pretty sexist, but the 70s guys were like, fuck you. Yeah, it was hats you know, off to Larry. I mean, nobody get, even cared. Get my sandwiches yeah. Yeah, and you, you give me a, a blowjob. Prom- you want a promotion? And how far we've come with this, uh, you know, that's in the news now. This, uh, What's her name? I'm not going to pronounce it right. Keisha. Kesha. Kesha. Damn it. I've been calling her Keisha. Actually, I heard Keisha. And I thought I was right by saying Kesha. I heard Keisha Keisha on the radio as soon as we left. I I left the house last week. I don't think I've heard one of her songs ever. Give me one of her her songs. No, no, not the song. Hum me a couple bars. I I heard her name pronounced Keisha. You know her song. Oh, what you have? I'm vindicated. I'm not saying that's right, but on the way home from last week's show, I I heard somebody mentioned Keisha and pronounced it that way. Well, Ryan, you know her single, right? I don't know anything about it. It's that TikTok song. No, real many. Talk to my daughters. <laughs> it's called Real Men Eat Keisha. Yeah. <laughs> my dad had a book called Real Men Don't Eat Quiche on the, on the bookshelf. Speaking of my dad's books, I'll show you that in a minute. I found this book. I saw that over there. Uh, 10,000 Jokes, Toasts, and Stories. And the author is Copeland. And I'm like, what year is this from? I looked up. It's 1939. Nice. And as I'm looking through it, the jokes are all terrible. You know, and, Give me one. The, well, I, I, you get to races and nations, and guess who the first one on there is? Oh. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. Oh, come on. Give me one. No, they're all in like the way you know a black person would talk. It's oh. like kingfishy and stuff. And the, But then there's, yeah. All right. Give you one. I'll go to college wit and humor. You just drop a finger on a page. <laughs> Professor. Will you men stop exchanging notes in the back of the room? Student, them ain't notes, them's cards. We're playing bridge. Professor, oh, I beg your pardon. Wanna, 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 <laughs> okay. Huh? I, don't get, I don't get it. <laughs> you, you need a horn <laughs> and, a, and a vaudevillian sidekick. It's pretty hurt. Honk. My left track. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Another joke for you. <laughs> that wasn't even the racist page. They, <laughs> still, still... they still put it in there. Married, this is on married life, okay? The maid says, mistress, wait, the maid says, mistress has a new husband, cook. Do you think he'll stay? Ruth, I too had an ideal ideal once. Who's Ruth? Rose, how did you come to lose it? Ruth, I married it. <laughs> okay. So that's, we only have, um, not really not, one, not nine, one for book burning, but. We, <laughs> we, we only have 9,998 jokes to go, everybody. So strap in for another exciting episode of Live from the Garage. And now on with the countdown. Turtle at humor. Going back to this vinyl thing, though, for a second. What is, do they have the music rights? Do they play like Zeppelin songs? Of course oh, they do, yeah. because Mick Jagger is a co-producer. Yeah, and that's everything. probably why it got picked up for a second season. Oh. And they have these weird little moments where... I guess to explain the emotion of a scene a little bit better, they'll kind of just cut away to the side, and Jerry Lee Lewis will be playing a piano, so, playing yeah. the song, and and singing, right. and uh, or uh, Bo Diddley, playing yeah, Bo Diddley. The pool. You know, I, I don't know. I, I can see. <laughs> wow, how that's listen, boring, that boy but. can play. Right, Ryan. Have you noticed that they use uh, new versions of the songs to clear copy to clear usage? Yeah. So, some of them are yep. re-recordings, but right. some of them aren't, and yeah. I it's. 
Yeah, I it makes my head hurt. So, right. <laughs> so I try. That's I also suspend disbelief. <laughs> yeah, he didn't sound that good right on the there. real one. That's the key right yeah. there, John. I'd I'm say just, I'm, I'm I'm going full naive with this show, and I'd I'm say watch try it. Try to enjoy it as much as I can. Watch it. Is yeah, it because good. of the depression? I'm not fact you weren't check. allowed to be funny. <laughs> yeah, right. Couldn't afford how, it. Brian, how can I watch it if I don't have HBO? I'll give you my go pass. Oh, okay. Thanks. That's actually not even mine. I'll give you my friend's GoPass. <laughs> yeah. HBO doesn't care. Is that your friend who you're snoodling with and uh, watching a... Fuck, what were you watching? The Vampire Diaries? Or, what, oh, The what? Godfather. I have what? The oh, God, oh, oh no, 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 no. That's my name. He moved, actually. No more snoodling there. Oh. But, um, yeah, that was our, our last snoodle. Was it because you killed Dave Vigoda by watching <laughs> Dave that Vigoda, uh, Yep. <laughs> the Last Snoodle is my favorite Scorsese movie. <laughs> the Last Snoodle. I just found out what a snoodle is, and I'm repulsed. Yeah, it is disgusting. Uh, Dave Harrison brought that onto the show. I uh, thought that was Wood. Well, Woody. through Woody, yeah. Kind right. of. <laughs> Fuck you, John Houlihan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is so bad. They're terrible, yeah, those jokes. There's, there's, oh, okay, Pat's reading the book, the joke book here. from 1939. It's war war jokes. <laughs> what they told him. In reply to the query, who brought gifts to the infant <laughs> Jesus, which appeared in the scripture examination paper of a Sunday school, one pupil appended, Mr. Frankincense and Mr. Murr. <laughs> Charlie Good. Charlie Good. A, that's an old bellyache. <laughs> Tall Chris thinks it's funny. <laughs> it's a bellyache. What about Kazuka? <laughs> Fuck you, I can't unwrap it. <laughs> Kazuka has the best laugh right, ever, right? <laughs> yes, he does. In the, oh, wait, maybe I do that. Here, like, tell us another joke, Pat. <laughs> Drop a finger. You're going to try to find a short one. Turn a page. Mama, I want a dark breakfast. Dark breakfast? What do you mean, child? Why, last night you told Mary to give me a light supper and I didn't like it. Masculine truth. So in the honor, in the honor of masculine truth. I'm like the idiot in the corner who doesn't get it. Is that is that a drop of me laughing? No, it's Kazuga's. Oh, holy shit! Masculine truth. So in the honor, in the honor of he loves it. It's so good. I wish Mario wasn't screaming over that. Teacher, how many fingers have you, Bobby? Ten. Teacher, well, if four were missing, what would you have then, Bobby? No music lessons. I got that one. I got that one. That's a good one. I think I got that one too. It's all right. I'm going to throw this book in the garbage. <laughs> Put it in the fucking space heater. We're selling on Amazon for $4. That's what, that's what it's worth. Right. Oh, God. Did you, you see, see the cloud, cloud of, of dust? dust. Cloud of dust <laughs> it's like an ancient tome. <laughs> right, right. The, the book of thing death. Out of that book. <laughs> that's it's magic thing. joke dust. <laughs> Best thing that book's done so far. <laughs> Someone posting on the chat box says, uh, <laughs> Stunads You Should Know podcast. I don't know if that's Photoshopped or... Stunads You Should Know. Damn you, autocorrect. Oh, it looks real. <laughs> oh, it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, it's some... Stuff, yeah, it's stuff, stuff you, you should know, know, but they change it to Stunads. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> stuff You Should Know is the name of this show. Bullshit. Mm. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> So we've been getting some very weird uh, messages sent to our Facebook page, the Barrage Facebook page. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we got one guy asking us if we were on Sirius XM, and then he told us it'd be great. You if said we could... yes, right? No, I didn't answer. And then he said uh, we should, you know, product placement, we should mention like Gatorade and Bud. Then we had another guy try to sell us a fridge? What was that? Uh... <laughs> yeah. The guy selling us a refrigerator. <laughs> well, there's, well, a, but we're in we one. Can't, yeah, but, right, right. We can't. Right. A, we're in one. B, we can't really 
we, we can't really afford the power for it here. Yeah. <laughs> Nor do I want some stunad coming to my house with a giant fr- refrigerator. That's <laughs> we don't know if he's fun. a stunad. He just tried to sell us a fridge, and Tommy wrote him right back. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's like Tommy, you do every John. person back with like a, you know, six paragraphs of why we don't need the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, thanks, bro. We'll consider uh, it, but. Uh, he didn't say, no, he didn't say no thanks. But uh, in fairness, the guy is in a band. So I guess he was working that angle. Of course so, he is. We'll see. We'll so see where I. that goes. Right. Yeah. Well, send me some MP3. Stop sending me Bandcamp links. Go to my Bandcamp and then type in this fucking seventy-two word code. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was on Fox News. Send me the link. That's right. <laughs> They're a big swinging dick now. I'm fucking New York Times. You ever hear of it? Mm-hmm. Fucking Bandcamp link. Yeah, Shove see, it up s- your ass. I'm surprised you let me come on because you know uh, your media representation. You know your image in the media is very. What's that? <laughs> I think we lost Jody. Is Jody? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know. You think that my image in the media is very male centric? Well, how, how do you mean? You know, they they made it. It, it was very guy. You know, it was very like yeah, a it's, bunch of guys trying to get away from their wives. And uh, yeah, they yeah. call it a barrage. They call it a barrage. With, with nothing to keep them warm except cigarettes and, and beer. beer. Yeah, right. The only shot of me that gets on local television is me like chugging <laughs> a Bud Light, uh, drinking uh, whiskey, like, and water, cold cold hearts. <laughs> that looks so Heineken. rehearsed too. It looked Heineken like it was light. take four or something. God. Like that. All right, would you be brave enough to let the world listen in as you and your friends sit around and talk at a bar? Right. Probably yes. not a bit good idea, but I don't know. <laughs> she's like, I'm down. What the fuck's your problem, dude? Yeah, exactly. I like her. She's my, a party. Right. My friend said my nose took up the whole screen. Oh. Thanks, friend. Nice oh, guy. See, that, that wasn't called for. Yeah. That's not, that's not mm, very That's nice. what he does. It's only like seven eighths. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been a guest on the show, too. It's, Actually, a, good, they, it's a good note. Don't worry about it. They, who said that? John Z. Oh, John Z. Yeah. Be He's proud. a ball breaker. He's so mean to me. <laughs> Be proud of what you got. Yeah. The, uh, actually, when they came in, they, they and the, you know, they first wanted to do a show about the poker game, and then they saw there was a radio show, and they wanted to do about that, and then they saw Brian's nose, and it was it was all about that. You won't believe the size of this man's nose. Behind this go- do- door in a garage in Queens, it just looks like any other neighborhood, but inside... Look at the fucking schnoz on this motherfucker. Holy shit. It's live from the schnoz. (laughs) I've smelled things that you wouldn't believe. (laughs) I don't know if the audience can smell fear because right now... There's a knock on the door. Hello, Mario. Good evening. There he is. He has a Hello Kitty, his Hello Kitty bag again. Yes. Mario there's a knock on the door. It's 8.30. Can't be Mario. It's too early. Open the door and what a surprise. It's Mario in front of your eyes. Now move on over and give him a mic. It's live from the barrage on Friday night. Hey, there he is. Welcome, welcome. Hey, there he is. Back to my favorite bar. I missed you guys. It was just last week when we were, I, we were all on Fox TV. <laughs> Jody, you missed it. It was insane. I, yeah. I don't do Fox. Only picks. Picks 11. Picks, 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 Let's explain to the rest of the world what that means. No, please don't. No, forget it. Let them look. Let them Google that shit. That's a New York thing. You win a free pass to United Skates of America. And it was it was always like their bad knockoff of Space Invaders or some shit, wasn't it? Yeah, remember the character of the day is Doctor Snuggles. <laughs> <laughs> remember him? Danger oh my Mouse. God, Doctor Snuggles! I forgot Dr. even exist. <laughs> wasn't he like he was like an animal doctor? Wasn't he? Uh, was great. <laughs> no idea what the fuck you guys are Doctors talking about. Google it. <laughs> Doctor Snuggles. I can't Google anything. My computer will explode and the show will go off the air. 
<laughs> we are hanging on by the thinnest of the threads, uh, you know, electrically and uh, technically. I beat it, Tommy. Here. It is raining hosts. Now the gang's all here. The gang's all here. Tommy. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Forcing his way in. Yeah, more people. Oh, more right. <laughs> this your thing. There he goes. He's going another, through another my legs. He's a he's giant. <laughs> he has to crawl under a bar. Only you can humble a man of, jo- of Tommy's stature, John. Tommy, is that a new jacket you're wearing today? <laughs> yes, sir. What? Yes, sir. Oh, look at that. Ooh, it's puffy. You, you're fancy. Get, uh, let's guess what brand it is. Tommy's guess. Wise guess. Come on, guys. No. <laughs> I get it. Thank you. Guess. I get it. What is that? You, what, who brings frozen water to a, a g- garage when it's 30 degrees out? I do. Why? No, it wasn't yeah, frozen when she got here. She's got a big block of ice in one of those Voss water things that looks like a thing of cologne. <laughs> You're so cold. This is, this is my black card poker room water. <laughs> What's with the ice? I froze it this morning okay. and I took it out so that I could have something to drink. It's not unheard of, John. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Capri Sun trick. No, I've, I've frozen water before, sure. <laughs> maybe we do need that refrigerator guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we do. Maybe I don't understand how a refrigerator works. It was it, it wasn't a fridge. It was a, a vending fridge. A vending machine. It was going to vend beer. You know? Yeah, so you could charge us for all our bud heavies. <laughs> that thing sounded pretty good. Yeah, man. I know you were way into it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work though. What's up, guys? Tom's work. Tommy's working on a side Tommy. deal with him. He's going to put it into his apartment. Make it a merch machine. You know, sell Marone's <laughs> so, t-shirts. So out t-shirts, of it. right? <laughs> What's going on, Tommy? How are you? Not much, man. Just running in from work, and uh, a Doberman almost attacked me on the way over here. Well, oh, really? Yeah, one of your neighbor's dogs. You smell Domino's pizza on you. Yeah. yeah. No, I, down the block, I guess. I don't know. I almost jumped the fence, but I kind of ran off. So well, Really? Right. I didn't even know there was a Doberman on this block. Yeah, like two, like two, three houses down. Or Doberman? That way? Oh, yeah. yeah. Doberman. Oh, it's a German Shepherd. German Shepherd. That's Shepherd. I was going to say, are Dobermans still a the, thing? They were like a, like a uh, early 80s TV threat. Like the Dobermans are moving in, John. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen to the property values? Uh-oh. <laughs> right. There goes the neighborhood. Trump's going to build a wall. To Have you seen the Dobermans, the Dobermans new car? <laughs> well, you've seen the was it Remo, up with the Dobermans. The, right. Oh, God. The 80s movie Remo Williams where he has to cross a tight wire. Oh, yeah. yeah and, and the Dobermans, Dobermans underneath. No, the Doberman crosses the tightrope. What? Follows him across it, chasing him. That's right. Like the guard dogs. Yeah. Trick dogs. Yeah. The Dobermans uh, also in, you know, feature prominently in Magnum PI. Right. In yeah. the eighties, they were back there when there was a scary. movie called The Amazing Dobermans, and I think the whole movie was just two hours of a dog running around with a stick of dynamite lit in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. I am Doberman. <laughs> so there was music going on. In the they background. were they were light on uh, eighteen bad guys that week. Right. They got showed up by uh, Rottweilers. Became the the threat of the 90s, right? Right, right. But then you don't now pit bulls, I guess. Yeah. That's, what's, I what's, love you! What's going to be the next fierce uh, man-killing dog? <laughs> who knows? You know who are nasty motherfuckers? The lo- the full-grown poodles. Not the toy poodles. The right. Big, the big guys. Yeah. We're going to need a whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, man. It's the standard. Clet had an Akita. That was a nasty motherfucker. Yeah, those are, those and Sharpays are cute. They're they're nasty too. You know, I just realized there's seven of us here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, are there? Is there? Yeah. Wow. No wonder I can't get a word in. I'm Play just some spaghetti western music. <laughs> hey, speaking of spaghetti, I've been uh, texting with our guest. Uh, she's listening right now, so she should be calling in a little bit later. I'm very excited. All about right, that. 905. We're excited to uh, talk to her. Good. Yeah, who, sure. who said spaghetti? Give me the lo- uh, Mario. Give me, Mario. Give me the lowdown, Tommy. Who's calling in? Why don't uh, you listen to the show? I yeah, already explained it to the audience. No, it's our friend Christina, and she is a really cool, cool person. I met her in the street, walking around Williamsburg one day. We ran into each other literally and became friends, and she's a lawyer. Esquire. Esquire. And Esquire. She, well, she'll explain the rest from there. I don't want to I read the much. article. You ran into I'm, her? Did that's knock, why I'm here early, her books John. out of her hand okay. on the quad? You know, I actually ran into her. Uh, it's a funny story. She is the spitting image of Tony Lynn. 
And I ran into her and I was like, hey, Tony, what's up? And she's like, excuse me. And I'm like, what are you doing over here? And she's like, I'm not Tony, and you're the third person to tell me this in the last I'm three not, days. I'm not when the you person were, that you've known for when 20 years. When you ran into right. were you being chased by a Doberman by any chance? <laughs> no. Is but, Tony Lynn that guy on the uh, Hollywood oh Squares? God, no. no. Oh. Did you take her to the, to the steampunk bar? No, but actually, speaking of that, um, I wanted to tell you guys, ever since we got that article written about us and we got that Fox 5 piece, we've been getting a lot of uh, emails, I don't know if I told you guys about, about different people wanting to actually sponsor the show. No, I haven't heard about this. Let's talk about it on the air. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you no, missed the meeting, God, Tom. I don't care. What, what, is, what, what, what emails no, have you they got? Oh, is this, a, is this a bit? It's not a bit. It's not a bit. These are different advertisers who have been sending us uh, different like lists of you know for us to talk about them and kind of promote in exchange for ad dollars. I don't know if you guys felt about it, but... Um, rent a mattress? That was one of them. Rent a mattress. There's one here. Look, modern... Are you for real? Yeah, for real. They, they email me all throughout the week. Modern monocles for all your on-trend ocular needs. That's not bad. Uh, there's one here. Uh, That's pretty bad. Flushing Meadow Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. Mm-hmm. Um, Corona Ice King of Corona. Ooh. It's the lemon ice king. Of the corona. lemon ice king of Corona. The Corona ice king of Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I think you're making these up. No, they're, they're tagline. That's, that's when you leave your beer it's out. Like Simon and Garfunkel lyric. Uh, Bound Park uh, Retirement Estates. Boulder, Colorado's Police Benevolent Association. Back it up. <laughs> <laughs> and the International Women's. Canasta Club of West Palm Beach. Well, we know that's fake because I've, been, you know, I've already been no plugging them on the every week, no matter for free. So I don't know. I say we take some of these up. Yeah, sounds good. Send me an email. You mean we're actually going to have to play commercials? Isn't it bad enough that we play have to play uh, us? No, <laughs> dude, that's the that's that's good. We can we can pay for uh, things for you like your poker game. Oh, please. All right, if you say so. Yeah. I'm just I, I don't like coming here early. This is strange <laughs> and new to me. Me neither. Last, Last week, Pussy Riot. Now this, I have to come in for union uh, interviews. I mean, you know, it's got my name all over it. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Uh, Power the, to the people. The guest is at 9. You could show up at 9. What time is it now? Uh, it's like 8.40. Mary, where'd you come from? <laughs> I came from exactly. Mars. <laughs> came where'd you come from exactly? My, I came from my garage. <laughs> Mars needs Mario. From now on, I'm going to need all bits pre-approved. <laughs> I want to send across my this desk. This is not a bit. I'm excited for the call in, and I'd like to talk about B and H. I'm a big fan of B and H, so it saddens me that this kind of uh, strife is going on in the uh, labor world there. And, and how they treat their workers is exactly why I well, don't shop there anymore. Mar- Mario's a tightwad. He's he's a fan of their business practices. <laughs> yeah. I have I have like twelve hundred dollar gift cards. What am I supposed to do? Throw them out, you get donate the, them, Where'd you get, where'd you where'd get you these get from? At like the end of the year, the kids give you a gift or something? It's an odd sum. No, no. We have uh, an uh, ex- art exhibit, and when you're part of the exhibit, they you get a gift card for B&H okay. or, or an art supply store, and I choose and B&H. You have, you have $1,200 worth of... Not now, because I bought a 60-inch TV. Did you see it? It's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I sit in front of this thing, and it just sucks me in. It's incredible. Like and then you go there, and it's no lie, the, the store is, uh, maybe people don't know, the store is run by Hasidim, and I love the Hasidim and their you did crazy right. ways. Uh, Mario's the, your, your But you go checking. there, and, and there's fact-checking. I know for a fact, because no. I deal with them. I'm the only one who could haggle with them. Right. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, they yeah. have little candy dishes, and they're delicious little 
candies from Israel. Like, what happened to you, they man? They have free parking. Right. Don't, don't Used to be you all for social justice, and now you're you're in here when we have a B and H lawyer. How am I supposed to know about the labor strife? We're telling you now. It's so well documented, Mario. It's not like it just started last week. Listen, it's been going on for read decades. a newspaper instead of I sitting in front of that sixty-inch fucking B and H TV. Should have read the rest of that New York Times. <laughs> just our article. I was involved with Qatar Center. I actually donated money and I signed petitions and I wrote, uh, you know, letters. And they got three. Uh, they got three. They're still unionized. I still hear that there's strife there. Uh, Mar- Mario, are you part of a union for your teachers? Union? Of course, it's the yeah, biggest yeah. union in the city. Well, I'm a big part of. The, you I've can't been... teach in New York City without being in a union. Well, unless re- you're a charter school. The reason I ask is because in Long Island, where we we're from, a lot of the school buses said union-free school districts. So I never understood why some were and some weren't. You know? Oh, really? I never heard of that. The charter schools are not union, I believe. Is that it? <laughs> they could do whatever they want. Yeah. <clears throat> some are taking public some money aren't. to, uh, you know, run private schools. Bullshit. Right, it, but they, they kind of like boasted it like proudly, like union-free school districts. So, huh. I don't know. I like, never heard of that. That's one. where Allie went, and uh, we went. We, we bought a latex school bus from there. I, I don't know if that order. technically means that the schools are non-unionized. I think it has hmm. something to do with the, the township, but you'd have to check that out. Right, right. Don't quote me yeah. on that. Well, you're the teacher, so I figured. You I've know. been a proud member of the UFT for 30, 31 years, and uh, I'm I'm active. I'm on the professional committee for my. Group and I'm the vice president and I'm, I'm a strong believer in the union, so I'm shocked that my scenic friends here have violated labor, have caused labor on strife. It's not labor what? laws because if you are a good employer and people don't want a union, then they don't get a union. But obviously, if there's problems, well, what well, listen, I mean, you know, you don't. How is it surprising to you the Hasidic, uh, you know, culture is so insular that they would isolate but the Hispanic and black so workers? Cust- the customer service is so nice. Everybody's on the ball when you the, go there. Yeah, I also disagree with you on that. But They're very nice. Maybe to you. They rolled my TV right out to 7th Avenue and put it in the back of my truck. Yeah, so why probably you, told them you're Jewish. Why don't you go work there? And they make <laughs> right. the Italians use a separate bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine Mario working at B&H? Se- separate water fountain. <laughs> right. I've had a couple of offers from um, the Jewish community because I'm going to be retiring soon. <clears throat> I was offered to teach at... Um, uh, what are those schools called? Hasidim? Yeshiva. Yeshiva. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I said, I don't like to get up early. And they assured me that religious training happens in the morning. And us, we're called the Goy. We can come in the afternoon after lunch. <laughs> they call and, you the Meshuggah, actually. And then He's going. somebody else offered me a job at a summer camp that is uh, we're pretty upstate. much... You know, um, the Jewish way of yeah. life is very socialist in nature. You, know, okay. you go. To the yeah, uh, Tommy, here's your answer on the. Uh, uh, all right, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's your answer on the Union Free School District from Derek time. Volkins. Oh, yeah. uh, what is the answer? It's a common district has nothing to do with labor. I thought so. Yeah. So okay. there, it just means something else entirely. There you go. I was on the I was on the right track then. I was, sure. Okay. I was. Right. Thank you for the fact check. <laughs> so that's my experience with uh, B&H and with the, where the goy. What are what are they? Were you in any good shows in 1978? Did you guys see that show Vinyl? Oh my God! <laughs> were you, were you? We'll be back after the <laughs> weather. Poker and spend a half hour talking on the fours live from the barrage.
Yeah, that's Feeling Gravity's Pull with Sure. That's Christopher Kazuga's band. They sound pretty good. I like them. Before that, we heard, uh, what we hear? We heard uh, A Little Hot for Pizza by Tilt. This is like kind of a mixture of uh, Van Halen and Motorhead there. They're so great. I like them. And uh, Hot for Pizza, we used in the pizza show. That's right. Another pizza update from Live from the Barrage. Live from the Barrage. Pizza update. And uh, <laughs> Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. All you fascists uh, by the cover song by Billy Bragg. Very good. And it all ties in. It all ties into the guest who's coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, Billy did send a message there, John. I what? have it written out here. Who, Billy Bragg? It all ties yes. into the guest that's coming up in a few minutes. Christina Antonia. I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> Mazucci. Mazucci. Mazzocchi. Italian there, John. We'll find out in a little while. And we'll find out. I butcher everyone's name, Christina, if you're listening. I apologize for that. She is a lawyer for some of the B&H, B&H workers trying to organize, and we'll speak with her. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. What was that about, Billy Bragg? So I wrote to Bill. I said, we're going to go see Pussy Riot tomorrow, which we never did. They canceled that. Did, did, did he write back in crayon? He did. He said, uh, <laughs> Sasha, their translator, spoke highly of you, as of course he should. You were teaching us about the Soviets before the Soviets were sheep. Thank you, brother. And he wrote back, Pussy Riots are good people. Thanks for the New York Times article. Glad to hear you're still on the airwaves. What? I guess he, think, he didn't think we'd make it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I guess he hasn't been listening either. That's Billy oh, Bragg. Of, we don't mean to brag. Of, of, that, of the Billy Bragg? Yes, it is. Yes. Billy Boast. Billy Bragg, who we've had as, on, as a guest on this very show, thanks yeah. to Mario. So that's the really go way back in the socialist movement. Yeah. 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 Go Bernie. And now you're shopping at B&H and voting for Hillary Clinton. I, I'm going to tell Billy Bragg on you. Look how far <laughs> I've I'm fallen. I'm telling on you. Look how far I've fallen. I'm sending another message to Billy Bragg about how you're a phony. <laughs> Thank you. Message in a beer bottle. <laughs> yeah. Yes, whiskey was the answer, I believe. I, I feel much better. <laughs> Thank God for whiskey. That loosened everything up. <laughs> Loosen me right up, baby. Why is it so cold again? It was fifty degrees yesterday. That's because the R two unit went out. Because we're doing a show. Yeah, that's probably it's right. yeah. It's it like right. It's like uh, there was. If you look at the weather, it's like all fifty degrees, and the show is bookended by you know all nice weather, and here we are stuck in the thirties. But it's unseasonably warm. Tomorrow's going to be Monday to Thursday, and then Friday's downturn, frigid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be sixty degrees on Sunday. It's this crazy. is Mister Freeze with the. Weather report. <laughs> there really is a, a, a newscaster, a weather reporter called Amy Freeze. Mm-hmm. I'm Amy Freeze, and you're going to freeze your ass off. It's like, it, is that her real name, or is it just like. It's fake, I'm sure. You like think? Stormfield. Stormfield's his real name. Sam Champion's real. Well, Frank Field was a weatherman. I know Frank dad. Field was a weatherman, so but that's I, why he named I can't his son believe that his actual first name really is Storm. Believe it, it baby. A fun fact, what's Mr. G's real last name? Irv Jakovsky. Gorgeous. <laughs> wow. Okay. I see him a lot. I love he's, that man. He's gorgeous. He he uh, used G? to live in the apartment complex I live in now. Really? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Larve. Larva. Was, was he a good neighbor? Uh, no, this was during the 80s. I oh. actually met him there because my mother had a friend. That was He's the first celebrity I ever met. He actually And he invited us down to the Channel 2 News studio, and we got to watch uh, the live broadcast of the news. And Was uh, he a nice guy? That's he was cool. a really nice guy. Was he? Because yeah. I, I see him around the neighborhood once in a while, and one time, the, the first time I saw him, he was arguing with the deli person about a sandwich. So of course he was. <laughs> uh, Christina? Yes? Hi, this is John Houlihan of Live from the Barrage. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little drunk and a little tired, but I'm good. <laughs> Excellent. Join Perfect. the join the the crowd over here with that. Thank you. Hey, Christina. It's uh, Tommy Rockstar. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. Christina, did I butcher your last name? 
You did kind of. It's Mazaki. 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 See, I'm always wrong. Always. <laughs> it sounds Japanese, but I, I assure you it's Italian. Right. That's right. All <laughs> Italian names sound Japanese. I am known as Azaro. Asara, Mario Asara. And uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, we think you're doing some important work. I've been reading all about what you're doing here. Uh, do you care to explain to us a little bit about the situation at B&H Photo and how you're involved in it? Absolutely. And I'm calling in on behalf of um, many groups that are involved, including the Laundry Worker Center. And if you want to learn more about uh, this worker center, it's lwcu.org. And I encourage everyone that's listening to uh, look up this organization on their website to understand the important work of this immigrant-run uh, worker center. And it's a collaboration uh, with the Laundry Worker Center and the United Steelworkers of America hmm. and a lot of activists. And actually, the entire city stands behind this campaign. So I feel really super lucky to be able to work with them and speak on behalf of everyone involved. So, um well, B&H, uh, as we all know, is a photo and video retailer, and their business model has everything to do with exploitation, retaliation, and intimidation. And they've hired hundreds of immigrant workers because they know that they could exploit them, or they thought they could, until the Laundry Workers Center uh, came around. Right. And uh, these workers approached the Laundry Worker Center to understand what their rights were in terms of uh, uh, organizing and understanding uh, that they didn't have to put up with the bullshit that B&H puts out every single day um, in terms of discrimination, in terms of their unsafe working conditions, and in terms of uh, discriminatory pay. And... Uh, a year ago, these workers approached uh, Mama Lopez and Rosana Rodriguez, uh, co-directors of the Laundry Worker Center, uh, to kind of bring attention to the fact that they were locked in warehouses with uh, no access to emergency ac exits. Uh, they were forced to uh, do work that no one wants to do, and they were falling from great heights. They were uh, deprived of water. Uh, as you saw in the article, that was probably, it's all over the news today because there's a yeah. huge uh, discrimination lawsuit uh, launched by the federal government. And we have our own on behalf of 420 workers. Um, and uh, these workers were just really treated like shit <laughs> yeah. every single day. Yeah, and the article that you're talking about, the, the article that came out today is on uh, is in New York Magazine, if anybody wants to look that up. It just came out uh, this afternoon at 11.55 or this, this morning. Absolutely. And these workers, when I first met them, there were only 10 um, or around that um, many, and they were wanting to know what they could do about their unsafe and illegal work practices. Right. And when you say and unsafe thought, and uh, unsafe work practices, can you give us some examples of what would go on in the uh, warehouse? Or? Oh, absolutely. Um, well, they're forced into um, overtime every day. So they get up and they get to work around seven in the morning. Um, they're at the warehouse until sometime 10 o'clock at night. They were refused any type of break including, uh, you know, you're supposed to have at least a few breaks a day, like 15 minutes just to rest your mind, rest your body, mm -hmm. have lunch, you know, those typical things that you would expect. Um, they were deprived of all of those uh, breaks. Um, and they would go in and uh, they would have to 
lifts uh, huge amounts of uh, materials up to like 100 pounds plus and uh, stacking it on pallets that had no real, um, usually when you're stacking pallets, you know, they're in um, like some type of shelving unit, but instead they're just uh, stacking pallets on top of each other. So workers were forced to climb these pallets up to 50 feet high and without any fall protection or oh. anything. And they were throwing merchandise up in the air. Workers were forced to catch right. hey, um, from high uh, levels and they would fall. Um, Jesus. Or, yeah, exposed to all sorts of uh, crazy dust, including fiberglass dust, including asbestos dust, um, all sorts of stuff. Um, they were deprived of any type of protective equipment, so no masks, no gloves. Right, and I know, um, I mean, you know, I know, I know from being in a in a union in, in a couple unions in my life, and still a member of one presently. That like sometimes, you know, if when you're one of these workers and your bosses treat you like this, you're afraid to ask for a mask. You're afraid to ask for goggles. You're afraid to ask for this stuff because then you you're going to think that they think that this guy's a problem, and now you're on the radar, and you'll be the first one fired. So no one's everyone's afraid to say anything. Would you agree? Oh, with that? absolutely. And and think about if you're an immigrant worker, you know, and uh, B and H has a really interesting culture uh, where these workers are uh, not treated the same as uh, workers in the community uh, in the other community that uh, B and H right. tends to respect a little bit more. Uh-huh. Um, and so these workers were forced into pretty egregious work conditions. And these workers themselves were trained how to collect evidence in their workplace and uh, bring it forward to the agencies that would be able to help them, including OSHA, including the National Labor Relations Board. And they launched uh, their campaign themselves after being trained by the Laundry Worker Center on how to do it. And so they're they're literally, uh, the whole campaign is worker-led. And they brought all of their, the evidence that they needed to bring to all of the various agencies and gave uh, the evidence that they needed to, to be able to shine some light on what their everyday conditions were. And this was an underground campaign, and it started as 10. And then uh, one by one, uh, workers were able to organize each other to kind of come forward and in solidarity fight uh, their own struggle against these exploitators, really. And B&H is a very, very powerful company. It's not just a New York City-based company. It's yeah. a global company. Yeah, I get that. They have they, huge they, federal contracts and billions and billions of dollars. And, you know, they're able to give all the discounts because they're exploitating uh, their their workers. Yeah, I get this. Um, I, I, um, 10 turned into uh, 420, and uh, they beat B&H at their own game. And they won their union uh, in, on November 4th, uh, 200 to 88. And then again earlier this week, um, I think it was like uh, 46 to 14. And so every warehouse that B&H owns is now organized, and they have their union. And um, wow, it's great. B&H just can't help themselves. Uh, the eve of the election, they fired seven workers illegally um, in retaliation for workers organizing and basically kicking their asses. Yeah. Um, 
and so we're we're launching a huge attack now um, against B&H to make sure that they reinstate these workers and pay for every single minute that they've caused these workers pain. So that's you, that, go ahead. I'm sorry. Jody. Do you think that um, I, I know B&H has been battling lawsuits for the past decade or so with similar complaints. This is the first one where the mm-hmm. federal the feds are involved. And do you think? that they chose to get involved this time because they have a working relationship with B&H? Like, why, why, just from your opinion as a lawyer, why do you think it's this one that they chose to get involved with? Well, um, it's not the first time that the federal government's been involved. In fact, workers have gone to the federal government before, um, you know, the EEOC, um, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, to uh, bring attention to the their uh, discriminatory work practices and things have been settled um, out of court. Um, but it's not that the federal government um, decided because they have federal contracts that they want to get involved. I actually think it's because the workers themselves have brought so much attention to their cause in New York City. Over the past like six months, mm-hmm. we've launched every single grenade that we have against BNH, and I think everybody is watching and everybody is saying, yeah, fuck that shit. We're not going to let this happen. Uh, in this in this workplace, but also it's signaling to the rest of the country that everyone stands behind immigrant workers who've been chosen. You know, they hire these immigrant workers hoping and hoping and hoping that they get to exploit them. And workers in this city um, channeled uh, through the Laundry Worker Center and the United Steelworkers and other worker centers across the city, they're saying, we're not going to take this shit anymore. And uh I think that the federal government has been watching uh, the success of this campaign, and they thought uh, now is a good time as any. But yeah, the, they figure uh, you did all the heavy the lifting. Let's step you. in and then. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, sorry, no, I talk a lot. That's okay. I, <laughs> how, how does the laundry and steel workers get involved? It seems like a really odd pairing. Well, I think this is a really historic moment. The Laundry Worker Center has been doing amazing work throughout the city for uh, quite some time. And actually, it's an important time right now for everybody to check out their work because, uh, you know, they are an organization that really uh, their their model is worker-led. They empower workers to lead their own struggles. And in fact, uh, Malma Lopez, one of the co-directors of the Laundry Worker Center, was a worker himself in a restaurant called Hot and Crusty. Yeah, and I know that place. He was a sandwich maker. Yeah. Wait, should I not get uh, coffee there? What? Should I not get my coffee, my horrible coffee there? <laughs> no, you should. You should. <laughs> well, no, you should absolutely, absolutely support the workers that uh, work in these restaurants. Right. But, uh, uh, it's, it's, I mean, the, the, the sandwiches, uh, I will say that the sandwiches are, are, are awful. Don't eat them. But uh, <laughs> they've got a good crumb cake, crumb cake yeah, though. They have, uh, so they're, some of the baked goods are fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's called, uh, I don't know, it's like a Swedish name, Brot, B-R-O with an umlaut over it. Oh, yeah? Um, and it's actually probably pretty shitty food. Yeah. But... Um, Mama Lopez went through the training of the Laundry Worker Center, and he was a sandwich maker turned union president of the Hot and Crusty Worker Association. And uh, they unionized the store, and it's an amazing story. There's a movie about him called The Hand That Feeds, and it swept across the country. You could watch it, I think, on Netflix now. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, just recently, uh, Broke 
closed down to avoid the union and fired Maoma and fired all of those union members. So there's a huge uh, campaign against uh, Broat right now. Um, but he was one of the leaders uh, that organized the B&H workers. And uh, so the Laundry Workers Center, what's interesting about the pairing of a union and a worker center like this, they, could, they have their strengths. And uh, we've used it uh, very well. So the Laundry Workers Center uh, could do things that a union can't. And uh, the union could do things that the Workers Center can't. So right. the union is really there to negotiate the contract. And the Laundry Workers Center is there, there to hold the company accountable for everything that they do. So we could do actions, direct actions. Mm -hmm. We could protest the company when the union can't. And it's basically a tag team of chaos that drives B&H in Insane. So it's 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 been a very successful why why can't the union protest? There are tons of articles. Just yeah. You got to get that big rat out there, Scabby the rat. <laughs> Scabby. So you put Scabby the rat right in front of that place, right on the corner, Ninth Avenue. Let everybody know. <laughs> Let everybody know what's going on. That disgusting inflatable rat. So Christina, what what's the next step uh, with uh, with B and H? Is it are they going to sit down for contracts? Are they refusing to sit down or? They're starting to sit down. <laughs> They're not but, allowed to sit um, down. They can't take breaks. I, <laughs> <laughs> They're starting to sit down. They sat down once to start negotiating this contract, but I, I, I don't, I don't believe in any of their good faith. I don't believe that they have good faith at all. And so it's going to be an ongoing war. We've unionized uh, all of their workplaces, but we all need to stay vigilant and diligent and make sure that. They negotiate a, a fair and fast contract and that they reinstate all of their fired workers. And every single agency that could possibly look at them is looking at them. And then we have the community in New York City and actually the rest of the country supporting these workers. And we're going to hold them to the fire until these workers get everything that they want to and that they are negotiating for themselves exactly what they need in order to be safe in their workplace and to get fair wages and to stop the illegal discrimination of uh, B&H. I mean, their managers, uh, a typical day in the life of a B&H worker is not only being subjected to a uh, toxic workplace, but they're being slapped across the face. They are being um, deprived what? of water and bathroom breaks uh, and all sorts of nonsense. Being literally slapped across the face? This sounds like the 1920s. Literally slapped across the face. Wow. What? Yeah, it's messed up. Uh, they may, are they, they're not made to uh, suck baby penises or anything like that, right? <laughs> uh, not yet. Have you, not, have, yet. Ha, not yet. Have you Have you got any, uh, has you, have you or your law firm or, or the movement or anybody uh, got any accusations of anti-Semitism? Because we know B&H is run by uh city community. And uh, yep. that would seem to be the easy way out for them to say, well, you're, you're racist, you're anti-Semitic against uh, the Jewish faith is the reason that uh, this, you know, this, half of this is going on. Does anybody say that to you? And uh, how do you shoot it well, down? Yeah, no, of course, they have that to us. And the fact is, I might have an Italian last name, but I'm also Jewish. And so is right. every single lawyer, every single doctor that we have treating these workers. And it's just a bunch of bullshit. And the fact is, it has nothing to do with their uh, uh, Jewishness or whatever. It has to do with that they're really bad employers. Right. And they're exploitative. And so if they want to hide behind the fact that they're Hasis or Jewish or whatever, it's just completely false. It has to do with uh, their business model. Now, is there, any kind of, is there any kind of gray area where they could be like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, listen, it's a family business. 
um, you know, these guys work in the uh, warehouse, and my, our family, or however, however you want to call them, works in the office. You know, there's that separation. Can you legally, like, break down those barriers? Uh, well, I think that they were desperate at one point when they were trying to disorganize the organized, and they passed out some crazy T-shirts saying that we're all family. Right. But that's <laughs> laughable. And uh, no, they are... They have no uh, legal right just because they might see themselves, their own community as family. It doesn't give them a right to exploit. Right. Well, let, else let's. I'll, I'll just play de- devil's advocate for a second. So let's say I own a like a, a fishing business, and my son runs a fishing boat, and my other son runs a fishing boat, and the guy who's uh, filleting the fish wants to run a fishing boat, but I'm like, no, but you know, I want my son to carry on the family business. Is that a legally protected thing? Um. I don't know. I just don't think it's like at all analogous. Right. But, right. Um, I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, this isn't a family. This isn't a family business. This is a global corporation yeah. that funds. Uh, I mean, they have billions of dollars in uh, government contracts. They um, our schools in New York City have B and H computers and cameras. The cops have New York City uh, school has the B and H contract that we order. We order, uh, Christina. We order from B and H. They have the New York City contract. Anytime you need anything Mario's that's tech related, you'd have to order through them. Wow. So, <laughs> is, is their office mainly here in New York, or do they have offices outside of New York? They have, and is it a warehouse over a store? I, I imagine the warehouse is where most of the grievances are. I think their warehouse is in the Brooklyn Navy Yard. It's in Brooklyn. Yeah. Right? But are there? They have a they have a warehouse in the Brooklyn Navy Yard. They have a warehouse in Bushwick. They have a warehouse in the bottom of their store at 429th Avenue in Manhattan. And they have warehouses across this country. We just haven't gotten there yet to organize them. But we've organized all of their New York City uh, warehouses. So you think it will spread to uh, other warehouses outside of New York? Uh, I hope so. How'd you how'd you get involved in this? You have a law firm. And I don't know if I read this wrong. It's somebody described it as a feminist law, law firm. Is your law firm all women? It is all women. Uh, wow! And uh, I may have to bring uh, a lawsuit Meyer. against you. That's a discriminatory, <laughs> discriminatory lawsuit Mario's bringing against you. <laughs> He's not even a lawyer. We have some amazing men working for us in the warehouse. In the warehouse, awesome man. And they We're want all to family. Us. Come, come aboard. Don't but worry, I'm going over there. I'm going to organize those guys breathing in dust, doing the paperwork in the basement. <laughs> see what's going on over there. <laughs> So how'd you get into it? How'd you start? I know your dad was a huge union guy, and I was I was reading about him, and he pretty much like, uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, like started OSHA, or was one of the guys who he, you know, he he was an amazing guy. He he's from Bentonhurst, Brooklyn. He grew up during the Depression. He fought in World War II. Called Free Buchenwald was at the Battle of the Bulge and mm. was an amazing radical labor leader wow. who cared very much about occupational safety and health, and he's inspired. Um, a huge army of people that are very, very active right now across the country, actually across the world, and a lot of them are leading our agencies right now. That's and awesome. he was a big inspiration to me. Yeah. Your dad's the reason when I go up on a ladder, I have to have some other Jadul holding the bottom for him, <laughs> or else I ain't going up on <laughs> That's great. I'm still breathing in dust like crazy at work. Forget it. You don't even know. It's the one thing I'm allergic to. Um. You know what they do? They well, give they give they give us an air filter. They're like yeah, like one of those uh, ionic breezes, some bullshit. <laughs> They're like yeah, he's an ionic breeze. 
So we'll see you in Salino and Barnes in 20 years. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. <laughs> it's not awesome. I'm dying, lady. Are you going to help me? <laughs> No, I got involved because uh, Mahoma and the workers knew that I had an interest in occupational safety and health, and they wanted to understand a little bit more about workplace conditions and introduce me to these workers. And when the workers started describing the workplace, um, I was horrified and overwhelmed, and I felt like their struggle was above my pay grade. Yeah. And uh, we knew that we had to organize and create some real power. And all of us together worked really hard to empower these workers, and uh, the workers did the rest themselves. They're, like, the bravest, like, most badass men and women that I've probably ever met in my life. Uh, so now, uh, what it's, is, been, it's been exciting. Is there an – obviously, there's going to be an issue if, uh, uh, you know, so there's some undocumented – immigrants there and how do they of course they they fear being deported they fear you know not being able to get another job because of their status that's all in play too right no absolutely and the reason that uh companies like bnh uh hire these types of workers is the hope that they could exploit them and control them and enslave them and uh it doesn't work out well for them because the fact is uh, luckily, under Obama, and it's not like I'm, a, I'm waving a flag to the Democratic Party or anything like that, but he did some good things. And one of those things was uh, helped uh, change uh, the paradigm a little bit. Under Bush, you would see uh, buses arrive at workplaces, and you would see these mass deportations of immigrant workers who are working really hard and being punished uh, for being exploited. Under Obama, there's been a memorandum of understanding between agencies, uh, like immigration agencies and labor agencies. So when there's a workplace dispute, a labor dispute, uh, we alert ICE, the immigration agency, and say, hey, there's a labor dispute here, back the fuck up. And they pretty much stay away because they know even though they do a lot of evil shit and they're, and uh, it's an agency that's worth protesting, um, the one good thing maybe that they do is they actually abide by that because right. they know that when uh, employers are exploiting workers, the first thing that they're going to do is say, hey, you're illegal and I'm going to call ICE on you yeah, if you yeah. don't shut up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so they tried to do that. BMH did try to do that over Thanksgiving, and it was uh, – Luckily, I had some amazing help uh, through uh, various agencies to help fight and beat back B&H's bullshit attempt to try to use that against them. And we won. We had a huge victory. And uh, they're not going to do that again because really when uh, an employer tries to use that card, it's really them that are going to be prosecuted. It's not the workers. It's the employer that has employed these workers to exploit them. So it's it's uh, it's an unwinnable game. I like that. That's a, it's a, like a built-in defense. That's good. That's good that they don't mess with that. You can't use that anymore. You hear that, employers? You can't use that line of bullshit. <laughs> it's over. 
The party's <laughs> over, B and H. We're actually going to unionize uh, ourselves here, John. That's right. Now that's your. Your. Are you, you know, going to unionize the well, bride? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the awesome. shop steward because you know we're working in unsafe conditions here. <laughs> right. And, uh, we're drastically <laughs> underpaid. You're making us pee in a hole in the wall. Shop right. steward. Right. I smell propane. There's no breaks. I'm going to use recycled paper to write the news. <laughs> you slap us in the face all the time. Well, Ryan, with that, uh, with that, with that one sentence you just said, you've done more than my shop steward's done in th- three years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the mold growing at the base of the garage door. That's Listen, it. man, you guys didn't sign anything. You, nobody's getting paid anything. How about how about trying starting protesting the wages, which are zero dollars? How about that? <laughs> I mentioned that. <laughs> well, That's a little lower than the minimum wage. Yeah, sure. Um, so what is it about the BNH workers that inspire you guys? Uh, well, you know, listen. I've been a union man, and so is my father, since uh, I can remember. And uh, I'm always, I'm always on the side of the working man, or women, or anybody. Yeah, my father's and, a union know, guy too. And fuck the corporations. Right. Fuck, fuck Mario. <laughs> you actually have, listen. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, 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 I was saying earlier. I like BNH. I'm, I'm sorry that these people can't get it together because. You have a good model. You have a lot of business. Why don't you just get less greedy and uh, make room for everybody? That's <laughs> what I say. Because I want to keep greedy, shopping at b and I want to get my video and camera needs to eat little candies. Well, once everything's settled, you probably should. Because that. if you don't shop there, then the workers won't have jobs to have. I'm glad. Mario, you like, you like shopping with your merchandise floating over carts above your head and you have to chase after it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those I do. Freaking the conveyor most belts. The thing that you could do is let B&H know as long as they're exploitating, you're not going to buy their bullshit. Right. So. But if they if they treat their workers fairly and they want to change their business model from exploitation and retaliation to actually treating their workers with dignity, then hey, we can all celebrate their amazing products. But until then, fuck that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what is the state of it right now? How does it? How does everything? Uh, how does everything look in, at this moment? What is what is the state of the? Well, we have 420 workers unionized. Uh, we have a contract that we need to fight really hard for because any company that, you know, the fight doesn't end when a, when a worker wins their union. It's really about their contract. And so we expect the community in all of New York City and the rest of the country and actually uh, the global community who buys their products to make sure that these workers get what they need in the end. And, and the other thing is they need to rehire the seven workers that they illegally fired. Right. The night that we won the election. Wait a minute. Uh, there, there's seven of us here. Maybe we can impersonate them and be like yeah, a Three you, Stooges you guys... episode. Not under those conditions, <laughs> Mario. Like a, Hell no. We're not one of those scabs. Worst Three Stooges yeah, episode. The Three Stooges always get confused for somebody else. The seven of us will walk into the warehouse and we're here to work. <laughs> so, um... Can can yeah. we can we uh, shop at B and H presently, or are we not there yet? No, absolutely. You could buy from B and H, but maybe uh, not until these guys get their contract. Right. And uh, where, where are you with trying to get those uh, seven jobs back? Where are we at with that? Well, the workers spent their days, um, eight-hour days, at the National Labor Relations Board uh, giving testimony about uh, the fact that they wanted to join this union, they were ready to organize, and that their illegal firing is complete retaliation because that they wanted to uh, uh, organize. And so uh, we're working with the board to file a 10-J, which means an injunction, um, and we're going to ask for immediate reinstatement, and we want these workers back to their jobs and allowed to organize. So... Very cool. That's where we're at. 
and uh, by next week, if they don't do it, they'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, Christina, what other cases have you worked on similar to this? Uh, uh, this seems obviously the one that takes over a lot of your time, but is there, there been any other cases similar to this that you've worked on? I mean, there have been a lot of cases. Uh, Jeannie Meyer, one of my partners, she's been practicing for about 40 years. She's a uh, badass and an amazing mentor to all of the women at our firm, and she's been supporting the Laundry Worker Center for quite some time. There's been some epic battles against really terrible employers throughout the city, uh, one being uh, Liberato, um, the restaurant that stole the wages and sexually harassed their workers, and uh, that just has been coming to an uh, to an end, and uh, and success for the workers, and uh, quite a few. Uh, but I would say, if you want to understand the work that we do, look up the Laundry Worker Center online, and you'll see that with every one of their struggles, Jeannie or one of us is standing uh, firmly behind them to support their work. Where where are their offices? They're in uh, the Garment Center, 20th Street in Chelsea. Or the Laundry Worker Center. Yeah, where is where they fit? They're, in, they're in Midtown, but um, I would say that their office is on the streets in support of the workers. So they're usually standing in front of uh, some exploitator's right. restaurant or warehouse, and uh, you know. Now, so there, there can't they, be a lot of uh, find their, they find their way. There can't be a lot of uh, money in representing exploiting exploited workers, right? I mean, you guys are pretty much. I mean, you got to be doing a lot of this kind of, uh, you know, at a discounted price or pro bono or something. I would imagine. I'm not really sure how it works. But. We don't do this for the money. We do this because it's part of right. uh, who we are as human beings. And uh, you know, if we were in it for the money, we'd probably be. I mean, I guess we're working close to Wall Street, but we have nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we do this because this is what uh, what roles that we feel like we want to take on as human beings. We don't really care about the money. All right. So, uh, you know, in that vein, uh, who who do you support in the election, do you want to say? <laughs> uh, well, I hate Hillary Clinton. Thank you. And I hate Republicans. Thank I'll you. Bernie Very good. There yeah. you go. Woo! Right. Take that, that, Mario. Uh, a serious question. I mean, I, do you think that it's like as crazy as Trump is uh, on a great side. Bernie is no. equally on on the opposite end. Then don't you think it's going to be polarizing in an election when it comes I down think to any like, election uh, should be polarizing? Yes. And I think that I don't really believe in a two party system. I'm and just afraid to build as much power as possible. Yeah. Uh, so if you have to partake in the two party system, it should be polarizing because the views should be completely opposite, and we need to. Uh, we need a revolution, you know, and so people need to stop wimping out and exactly. vote for who they I've been really waiting for a revolution my whole life. I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly. I'm trying to convince Mario here that he's, just... the safe bet is the wrong bet, and Hillary Clinton will lose the general election to Donald Trump, and then you'll be sorry, my Let friend. Let me just give you one <laughs> scenario, okay? Because I know middle America, and it's ugly at its base, and if they had a choice and they said, I have to vote for this fascist, or I have to vote for this quasi-socialist, they might just say, I'm more with this fascist. There's a problem with your argument, and the problem is that you think the, the people in middle America who are already racist and, and sexist are going to say, think that Hillary Clinton it's is a, via, a viable uh, alternative to Donald Trump. Who are middle-of-the-line Republicans going to be more likely to vote for? Because that's what you need in a full election. You need both 
You need people in the other party to come over, and you, and you need a, a well, groundswell no, of vote, of course. But there's not much of a centrist. I think, in the, I yeah. think we should stop worrying about the less of two evils and start building power yeah. and fuck the two party system. The bosses have those two candidates to vote for, and we need our own fucking candidate. And Absolutely. everybody needs to grow some fucking balls and vote for who they know. Yeah, amen to that. Thank you, Christina. I, I hope it happens because I've been waiting for this my whole life. See, Mario, I, I think that a year from now, uh, Ben Carson is going to shock everybody. He's going to be the president. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Christina is telling you, Mario, right now, get your balls out of your mother's purse and vote for progress. Real change. Listen, I've voted for every loser no. down the line, and I don't. Yeah. I will continue to vote for them. I'm just worried that we're going to live. All right, I'm turning his mic off. Thanks. That's That's it. It. Yeah. <laughs> he just said he's worried we're going to live under Mussolini. I believe he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of the. Uh, I have a serious union the presidential uh, life. He got confused with Game of Thrones. Yeah, I have Felicia. a serious union question. Okay, go ahead, uh, Christina. You know, the, are you familiar with the Fredericks case that's coming up now? Yeah. And how do you think that impacts? Because then are all the people in B&H now that have voted for the union, whether they wanted it or not, part of the union? Absolutely, yes. So That's now the benefit of a union. The, Frederick, the Frederick's case kind of makes that optional. That's a big worry for unions across the country. I mean, do you know much about the Frederick's well, case? Can you? Well, thank God that motherfucker died. And hopefully uh, Obama will be able to nominate somebody like he should be able to and under the Constitution should uh, should be able to. Yeah. And we won't have to deal with that decision at all. But well, unfortunately, a lot of people vote against their own interests. And the most important thing to build uh, power of the working class is information and education. And that's what we should be concentrating on. So do you, you know what I mean? The Frederick's case, for those that don't realize that, that union workers can now opt out of the union but still get all the benefits of being in a union, which mm. would pretty much cripple the union movement across right. the country. Yeah. So uh, it, you think that it's, it's going to not pass? You think it's going this, this death actually helps if they don't block an appointment? Well, I think, it's, I think it's a day-by-day thing. Let's see what happens with a new nomination to the Supreme Court, and we'll see what happens. Um, I, I, I am not a constitutional scholar. I'm hoping that we get somebody really good on the bench. And, uh, I, you know, I hope, I, I kind of wish that it wasn't only Scalia that died. I wish uh, there were a couple of other ones that went with him, right. <laughs> <laughs> including Thomas. That should probably... Uh, yeah, well, not all those people like to go hunting, I guess. So. Yeah. <laughs> hunting with their uh, special <laughs> secret interest. society. Yeah. How, ma- how many yeah. Supreme Court justices are there in total? 752. Nine. Nine. Oh, I thought it was seven. We would take their place. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, it's funny you bring up voting against your own interest in this phenomenon that happens, because I see it at work all the time, where I work at a union shop, and half these guys, or maybe even more than half, are just blinded to the fact that every benefit every medical thing they have every their pension the rate of pay that we're getting paid the hours we work the overtime is all a, you know a product of, of progress. progress and they are like yeah, i'm voting for trump i like trump and like it's like how do how do you change the minds of people they're like it's seriously like they're standing there in the in a union shop going hey guys what are we going to do about us you know yeah. we suck <laughs> these i'm sick of People like me mooching off of people like me. I don't understand. You know, it makes no sense. Guys like me? A guy like me? Uh, the union sets the prevailing wage, which helps all workers, unionized or not. Right, and that's well, what people don't realize. Asking a question. Like, how do you, you know, 
how do you change that phenomenon? I don't get it. And I'm, and we, I, I'm, not, I'm not working in a coal mine in West Virginia. I'm working in Manhattan, in New York City. You know, it's supposed to be this liberal oasis. I, Believe me, it's not. I think not. it really has to do with education. I really, really, really do. Um, the Laundry Worker Center brought a professor from Hunter College to talk to our workers uh, to let them understand uh, the context in which they found themselves. And it is a historical context. And I have to tell you, when, worker, when workers or anybody is given information and they understand uh, what's happening and they take themselves out of, like, their little media sound bites and all this other bullshit and start, start really understanding uh, power dynamics and the history and what social movement is all about and the labor movement is all about, uh, people make really good decisions. Unfortunately, the media has been very successful in uh, dividing people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, look at Trump. I mean, all he does is use, like, racist, sexist uh, propaganda in order to bring the lowest common denominator out to vote for him. And we need to fight against that every day with information and education. And uh, it's very, very simple. <laughs> it's really, really simple. Sure. Christina, uh, it's education. Speaking of education, uh, you're a pretty young girl. Uh, how long have you uh, passed the bar? How long have you been a lawyer for? <laughs> I went to law school a lot later. I'm 39 now. I went to law school when I was 32. I passed the bar, I guess, in 2013. Uh, but before becoming a lawyer, I've always been an activist, and any job I've ever had has been in service of the public. And I also was really, really lucky. Uh, I really grew up uh, in Washington, D.C. when I was 18, and I was introduced to the punk rock movement. And uh, I'm much more of a punk than a lawyer. (laughs) That's great. Um, Punk saves many people. And how long long have you been in New York City for? New York City for like 13 years. And you came from D.C.? Yep. Originally a Jersey girl, then D.C., and then New York City. And do, you, do you have any aspirations to uh, be a judge or anything like that? Do you want to fill the vacancy? Oh, like, uh... no. <laughs> you heard it. She wants to be no, in a band. I'm an, I'm an organizer, and I'm really glad that uh, the New York Bar gave me a law license, so men and others will take me seriously. But I, I, I don't care at all about being a lawyer. I'm, I'm an organizer. Right. Do you find yourself being discriminated against uh, by men in the same profession, you know? I don't know. I don't know how well, how often you yeah. have. To, I don't know how often you really have to deal with them. But I mean, I guess on the other side of the aisle, because your law firm is all all women. I mean, no, so if like, I could, if I could make public my emails between the lawyers for the other side and myself, uh, and then illustrate it, you would see how sexist uh, the law profession is. Right. And I have had my own sex discrimination cases against uh, previous employers. Um, and the reason that I became, uh, that I got acquainted with my, uh, now partners is because I put on Facebook that I was so sick of being, uh, sexually harassed in the legal profession and I wanted to meet other like-minded women, uh, to join forces with. I never wanted to, uh, work for another man my, again. Wow. And so now. We suck. Yeah. That's no, how bad it the is. The legal profession is full of, uh rejects and uh, sexual harassers. This so is why I nice worry. This is why I worry. <laughs> Men suck and Trump will be president. This is why I worry. They're <laughs> <laughs> all a bunch of assholes. And I'm nah. sorry. I just happened to be born privileged white male. I'm so fucking sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mario's very God, uh, upset. Mary. He's a, are you going to cry? Are you okay? 
You should be a judge. You should be a judge. <laughs> I would I would go before Judge Mario. He would be a fair. Every time I'm about to cry on, at home, I just say stupid TV show. So I'll just say stupid podcast. Do you? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been drinking? Not you, Christina and Mario. Sorry. Well, I think she's been drinking too. Yeah. <laughs> We've all had a couple nips tonight. Let's not, uh, you know. Let's I not passed the bar. We've it's all Friday. had a couple pops. Hey, John, you want to do legal crap, not crap? <laughs> <laughs> sure, why? Do you have a list for me? Yeah, I'm working on it right now. Yeah, we have uh, one here, too, also. Uh, do you? Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, Christina. I don't mean to turn this yes, into a joke. Stick with this here. No, we're, we're really interested in what you have to say. We, I support you 100%. I, I haven't disagreed with one thing you've said so far. Oh, there's the phone. <laughs> what am I looking Aww. at here? So, Christina, we usually play a, uh, a game with uh, musician guests and different actors and stuff. We, we, we go over different bands, and we just have the guests say crap or not crap, uh, or the guests say crap or not crap about the band. It's kind of a short, quick thing, a little game that we play. So we lately we've been kind of tailoring it to the guests we've had on. So we were going to do a crap, not crap on different legal cases. Do you feel like playing? Um, I hope that I have enough knowledge, but yeah, hell yeah. That's or okay. we could just uh, do bands. I, I, She's I, a punk rock. We'll see. This might not work at all. All right, crap, not crap. <laughs> Landmark Supreme Court cases. This is the worst <laughs> idea ever. All right. Uh, Marbury versus Madison, 1803. Are you familiar with it? I could explain to you what it is. Shit. I remember. Yeah, explain a little bit. I remember okay. this from constitutional law. Go ahead. All right. Uh, with these words, Chuff, uh, Chief, <laughs> with these words, Chief Justice John Marshall established the Supreme Court's role in the new government. Here thereafter, the court was recognized as having the power to review all acts of Congress where constitution constitutionality was an issue and judge whether they abide by the Constitution. Oh, shit, you're breaking up. <laughs> oh, so I, I, I'm guessing in 1803, they're saying that the Supreme Court can uh, review all acts of Congress and uh, decide whether they're constitutional or not. Hmm. Uh, not crap. I like it. <laughs> not crap. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't think there's any law that she's going to say is crap. Well, is we'll there see. one law? McCullough versus Maryland, 1819. Chief Justice John Marshall invoked this phrase to establish the right of Congress to pass laws that are necessary and proper to conduct the business of the U.S. government. Here, the court upheld Congress's power to create a national bank. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, not crap. <laughs> All right. Not crap. All right, tell me, this is awful. How about is there a law that is crap in your eyes? Yeah, there's oh my god, a million of them. Uh, Citizens United. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, 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 we're all for crap in that. Crap. Let's overturn that. What bullshit. is that law? <laughs> How about overturn or not overturn? <laughs> you don't know. Sit, you're sitting here screaming facts about Hillary Clinton. You don't even know what Citizens United is, Mario. I'm just saying it for the education of our radio. Citizens guests. United is Jody. Explain it to him. Uh, no, 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 no. You, you dig listening. yourself out of this. <laughs> People are listening. Maybe, These maybe, are what you ask. Citizens maybe. United is a, a Supreme Court decision that uh, basically says corporations are people. They could donate as much money as they want to whatever. I see. Right? That. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm right. <laughs> I don't like that. All right, Ro- I don't like By the way, my constitutional uh, law professor, I was so excited. I went to law school and I was like, oh, constitutional law. I'm so excited. I swear to God, he would come with like wine stained lips, and I swear to God, he smoked a joint every single time before he came to uh, <laughs> our class. Sounds like Mario. And I don't oh, think God. he ever even no. learned about First Amendment rights. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? That's really funny that you He'd say He'd never that. even get to the First Amendment, much less any of no, the other ones. <laughs> It's really funny that you say I that. I don't really know shit, you know? 
<laughs> Almost everyone I know that went to law school had a constitutional law professor just like that. So either he's been cloned by every law school or they all have like maybe they have a constitutional law teachers union and they all get together and say, hey, <laughs> you know, drink wine. I'm going to drink wine and smoke a joint before class. What do you guys think about that? And everyone's like, hey, yeah, that's a great have idea. Have you ever taught constitutional law? You would drink wine, too, if you, you know, who, you know who taught constitutional law? Was uh, just <laughs> Justice Scalia? Rest in peace, Scalia? jerk. Yeah, he was a. You know, you you figure, you wonder. You here's a guy like Scalia who's super educated. He probably, I think, he, they all went to like Harvard and Yale. I think every justice, if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. I think they did, uh, at least the law school, not undergrad. And then you know, this guy teaches law classes. And then he goes on the Supreme Court and does whatever the fuck he feels like doing. It's like what the what the I hell? Have you, to say the, like. As a as a law student, and I think anybody that's ever read his opinions, they were really spirited and really uh, well written and funny to read, but right. wrong. Yeah, well, so it's like, you know the enter- <laughs> people put they go, oh, it's, it has great entertainment value. His 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 things are funny to read, and uh, you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg is palling around with them. But you know, it's all when it's all said and done, these are all like excuses. Yeah, we have to TV, make. we have TV for that. The guy's ruining the fucking country. Ha ha ha! Let's go play golf and shoot shoot a fucking duck. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> thank, you. Uh, thank you so much, Christina. Is there anything else uh, you'd like to tell us about what you're doing or, or where we can go? Uh, anything you want to plug before we uh, get going? You know, just 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 keep watching what's happening with the B&H campaign. And, like, we all, all every single worker thanks you for your interest and your support. And I love you guys, and thank you so much. No problem. Really. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you for Thanks your work. For, yeah. Excellent for calling. Keep up the struggle. Excellent right. phone call and excellent, uh, excellent information there. Thanks for filling us in because we're, you know, we are pretty stoned out in here. So we appreciate <laughs> it. La lucha continua. And good luck. Thank you, Christina. Keep uh, fighting the good fight, and uh, we'll be we're behind you 100. percent Thanks, Christina. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Talk to you later. Take See care. You soon. Later. Bye. There she goes. Oh, I forgot to ask her about her Italianness. <laughs> She's half and half. Talk about it. Half and half. Yeah, you know, you know the difference. Only the good half. <laughs> pizza bagel. Do you know the difference between an Italian mother? Who and said a that? Who uh, what? What Mary. is it? Who said pizza bagel? Tommy. No. Tommy. You're off the show again. You you said it. Those you did not say that. I didn't say. Well, it. I was going to ask her if she knew. I and it, it's very simple. An Italian mother, uh, a Jewish mother says, uh, "Eat or I'll kill myself." Okay. Oh wait, an Italian mother. Yeah, oh, Jewish God, mother says, no. "Eat or I'll kill myself." And Italian mother says, "Eat or I'll kill you." Right. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. I don't know what happened in her family, but she's a fighter. I like her. Yeah, she's I, know, I know what I, would, that came I wish she was running for president. I vote for her. Yeah, sharp. She's great, Christina sharp. Antonia. Uh, there's a woman you could Mazzaki. support. Yeah, Mazaki. That's right. Go, and, uh, yeah, you got it right. Go check it out. I got it right because she, you know what the Japanese uh, association thing fixed it in my brain. That's a good mnemonic. Yeah, so yep. thank you, Christina. Good interview. Good stuff. Great interview. Great. I yeah. love talking about that shit. Yep. I'm really happy nice. I met her. She's yeah. a very, very cool person. To <laughs> she know. Seems Pat, you love it too, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she knows, she, sounds like she knows her punk rock too. Yeah, we could have got a little in the punk uh, rock. We should have yeah. done musical Let's crap. Let's get it back rock. on next week. <laughs> Let's call it back right now. <laughs> I have thank you. I, I agree with Tuna Montgomery King on the chat box that we should absolutely get rid of all tax exempt status for churches. It's a it's yep. ridiculous. It makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, call, it, call it back. I'm stalk or not that. stalk. I should, <laughs> should mention that I'm going to see Champagne Jerry on Thursday. Ah, uh, yeah, new album where? coming out. At the where? Champagne Room, and uh, I think it's in uh, Newark, Chelsea, or something. <laughs> no, it's the, 
the Champagne it's, Room it's in kinda, Newark. It's it's weird. Like if you go to the Champagne Jerry's website, you can't really find out the address of the place. You have to like buy try to buy a ticket for it to find. I don't know. It's on like whatever. So he's playing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I believe, uh, at the Champagne Room. So is it I think Ad Rock's going to be there. Who knows? With a rotating cast of guests, anyone could show up. I think that's what's happening. I think Bridget it's Station Everett, ID time. Ad Rock. Thursday, huh? I, so I, not only that. Wait, wait, wait th- this coming Thursday? I'm leading to something here. Yes, thir- yes this coming Thursday. You want to go? Uh, sure. I think that? Dan Darrow wants to go, yeah, too. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. I had fun last time. Well, if, after that, you can come out to Stu Nod Fest with us. What's that? My God. <laughs> what is that? Do tell, Kevin. Uh, this guy, Tim, who from Oregon who's always uh, him and Woody are always going back and forth he's also a Tim lawyer. the lawyer yeah. Tim the lawyer and uh, he's going to be in town so we're gonna, all going to go to Manitoba's after oh my god uh, Tim, Tim's gonna meet in town those, yeah, I'm gonna I get, have I a have coupon for Manitoba do you let's go I want to meet I want to meet this Tim guy Champagne okay. Jerry show is over at 10 o'clock so then I'm going to I'm going to go down to Manitoba's and uh, go see those chooch I'm I'm wait I'm like going to I'm going to crash the bar I want to go Champagne Jerry too Brian we're going to go we'll go together let's all go thanks Tommy and now what I'm leading into though is because of our Chicago audience I've been asked to uh, also plug this because our plug friend, this. Our fr- <laughs> not much to plug, um, our friend um, Josh, his friend Jesse is putting on the show in Chicago, huh. okay? And the show in Ch- Champagne Jerry show in Chicago is March 7th at Defibrillator Gallery, which is 1463 West Chicago Avenue, and uh, go see Champagne Jerry there on March, what is that, March 7th. There you go. Sounds if great. you're in the Chicago area. Now, I wonder if the defibrillators have played the defibrillator. <laughs> Probably. I highly recommend seeing Champagne Jerry if you've never seen it before. I, Let's do it. I went to get oh, tickets today, John. And something happened. Uh, the price keeps changing. I think they're just uh, changing the price depending on the, on the availability. <laughs> what? Oh God. The, the ticket that you bought used to be 15 Then it was 25 And then I went today, and it's like 38 What's the, why are the prices rising? Because the, the server knows it's your domain. It's right. Demand. It's your, right, right, right. <laughs> is, it, is it? You got to buy it when dynamic you see it. pricing. I don't know. Are you serious about that? It is. It went up. And then if you go on on, uh, I think I paid fifteen bucks. I don't know. If you go on Wednesday night, it's back to twenty five. Wait a minute, Mario. Who's the ticket seller? It's not Ticketmaster, Ticketweb, or who is it? It's through the site itself, through the venue. Also, it could be that the fifteen dollars seats are no longer available. Fifteen dollars seats went out, but then they were twenty five. There's no seats at Champagne Jerry. Oh, I don't want to sit in a seat. Not a seat. A ticket. A ticket. Is it a theater? Now the twenty five is no longer there on Thursday. You'll see it's thirty eight. Mary, for some reason. Brian's got a point. It must be that a certain level of tickets are sold out, right. and now it's moved to another level. Right. It's available. So standing room is probably more expensive. There, level. No, there is no seats. <laughs> it's not a seated area. Okay. It, it was never 38. It was 25 a couple of days ago, and I went on today, and the, the 25 category is now replaced with the $38. Well, uh, if it's really, you, Mary, you're so into tickets, Mario. What do you think about the Yankees taking away the paper tickets altogether? Do you know about what? this? What? Yeah. What? Yankees, Yankees. Shit. Yankees have uh, uh, pulled. You cannot use a printed out ticket at home anymore at Yankee Stadium. Fuck that. The reason is uh, they say, uh, you know, the, the counterfeits and all this shit. But uh, what, what do you think there's about a, this? There's matter? a bigger it's, problem I, going on there. Hold on. Because uh, there's a, lot, a couple levels to this story. Right. Go, Ryan, go. What? Well, the other one of the other big problems is uh, selling tickets for a lot lower on StubHub. Mm-hmm. Than, yes. Than uh, what the, the Yankees are offering. Who sells tickets for lower? They do. Yeah. They do. Sell. <laughs> oh, come Mario. on. Right. Full of shit. Let me tell you, when I just sold opening day for a nice profit, thank yeah. you, StubHub, <laughs> this is how it works. Asshole. Right? The Yankees don't want lower sell, uh, tickets to sell lower than their face value because they want to be the market that just like, oh, I'm going to the game. Why should I buy it at the Yankees box office? I could get it on StubHub for $20 instead of 40 Right. So what? now there's a class war thing here going on, though, Mario, where where one of the Yankees presidents, I think Levine or whatever, Levine, whatever his name is, got caught saying, like, 
something about he didn't get I don't know what the quote was, but the idea of it you was You want rich people sitting next to exactly. poor people. Exactly. Right? So there's these people who paid thousands a thousand dollars for their seats and some chump went on stuff up and got theirs for fifty and they're sitting next to yeah. like so there's some suits some, like drinking some wine. Smart chump. And then he's right. like he oh. wanted a separation of chooch and state over right. Exactly. He right. doesn't want a bunch of chooches like in giants jerseys Bas- uh, spilling Bud Lights on Basic- the rich people. Basically the picture he's drawn is the Monopoly man is gonna be sitting next to Artie Lang and Artie Lang is gonna be <laughs> screaming and drooling. Because the impl- the implication here is Michael. that if you if uh, if you don't have money then you obviously don't have Class. So, all right. <laughs> the point You're is right. that so major those, insult to the fans of uh, those people. We don't deal. We we don't deal with wait, that. Wait, wait, I, got, I got neither. You know. I, I have a question, <laughs> John Hulan. Can you not like? A, can, what about like a Ticketmaster ticket? Is that allowed at Yankee Stadium now? It has to yes, be a regular yes. paper ticket, uh, but you can not. Not print, a print it from your ticket? printer. Yep. Okay. But why? Or something on your phone. Or why is your phone any better than a fucking paper? You can it has to be on phone. You can take a screenshot and Photoshop No, because that. people could take the paper and, well, that's true, I guess. No, it's just an excuse for them not to sell the tickets. So the, the guy who has a season ticket holder at Yankee Stadium wants to put his tickets on and wants to get maybe $30 for a 40 or $50 ticket because it's better than getting nothing. But now the Yankees will say, well, why should he sell his ticket? They'll just buy it straight from us, right? Right. Because it's the same price. Well, all I know is so I'm they're not allowing that to happen. The anymore. Yankees don't use StubHub, by the way. I don't think, but you know, everyone. No, you could use StubHub. Yeah, but they're not no. affiliated with them like they're, the Mets are. In and how can the Mets? The Yankees be, and the Red Sox. That's, that's a fact. How can how can teams be affiliated with StubHub it's whatsoever? A, it's an aftermarket thing. Why is there a even a direct correlation? There's a secondary no, market they call. No, it's called illegal scalping, and people are, like Mario take advantage. StubHub. of it. And there are or club <laughs> there are clubs that use StubHub to sell whatever tickets. That's garbage. StubHub has a contract with MLB and only three teams opted out. Dude, isn't that, Sox, isn't that collusion? Yankees, Seriously speaking, a lawyer? Sure. Isn't that collusion? Shouldn't that be I'm no lawyer, but I don't up? think so. I, know, I had to get into most of my games towards the end of the season <laughs> with StubHub. Hey, not, 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 not for nothing. I bought Yankees and Mets tickets for their August little uh, get-together and it, from, directly from the Yankees. It was 20 bucks. It's not bad. I don't know how much cheaper it can get. Yeah, yeah. they're a lot cheaper than the Mets. The Yankee tickets are a cheaper ticket than the Mets ticket than what? from the Yankee what? Stadium. Really? Yes. What are you Yankees? talking about? On a whole, how is that possible? Mets are the Mets, right now. the Mets to see the Met Yankee game, the lowest price ticket is sixty bucks. The Yankees have a twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. It's a no, their nosebleeds granted, but they whatever. Don't ca- it's a lot worse, and yeah, the I Yankees are not doing well with ticket sales. But here's the thing: the there's nobody who sits next to a million dollar guy in the seats who on StubHub had to pay a few hundred. The people he's talking about are the people like me and John that just sneak in there with the fake stub, right. and then we start. Acting like buffoon. <laughs> Wait, I, you I can't ha- stop us. We'll still be there. I have tape of uh, of Mario at the game si- sitting next to rich people. Hold on. Make the trip to the Bronx anymore? Right. It's, I, and look, and I and I spent all this money. I spent like thirty G's for these new seats. I got season tickets. Oh, at the new stadium. At the new stadium. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's expensive, and the Yanks are great, but it, you know, where I sit, it's not the greatest class of people. I'm. I'm spending thirty grand to be in front of a guy who does this. I swear to God, all game. This is what this guy does. He goes, "Come on, Gina, do it for Ron Conkema." <laughs> Ron Conkema. Yeah. So long, like Cheater's listening to him. Cheater gets done, you know, having sex with every hot actress in Hollywood. I got to do it for Ron Conkema. Yeah. <laughs> 
and I have a couple of pops with me, and I'm like, he's not doing anything for Ron. No one's doing anything for Ron Conker. <laughs> Thank you, Artie. Close what he, your eyes and think what he of does Ron everything Conker. for Ron Conker. Right? <laughs> right? I love that Artie Lang bit because Friday if you night can, wearing fucking Ron Conker. If, if you can make Letterman laugh, you've you've won. Yeah, that was a genuine Letterman laugh. <laughs> yeah, Letterman, was gen- that was genuine. <laughs> so, John, what do you say? We go to break. Come back. We we'll do the right yeah. game of news. Every time I get on the train, the, the Ron Conker train's like next to my train. And yeah. I just every, I just think of it. That's every the time. purple yep. line. Yeah. Yeah. I see people getting on the train. I want to yell at them. Do it for Ron Conker. <laughs> Because you'll find that one guy that knows what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. These guys are wearing Yankees shorts in the fucking wintertime. Get out of here. Yeah, Jeets. (laughs) Jeets. You know, my bandmate's famous for that. He's he's a Yankee fan. Always, always wearing shorts. He's wearing shorts today, I guarantee. That's right. Yankee fans with their shorts. (laughs) Fucking shorts in the wintertime. What's wrong? Are you making a statement? I don't know. Oh, I have a circulation problem. Shut the fuck up. I want a Batman meme smack a guy. He says that. You could Whatever that thing is. is that a thing? You wear shorts free, if you're a Yankee fan? Free country? I don't know. He happens no, to be uh, well, Yankee fan. No, if you're a chooch, you do. And, you know, Yan- being a Yankee fan and being a chooch is probably goes Sit hand in hand. Sprint. Yeah. Thank you. We'll be back after this. <laughs> you don't even know what Citizens United is. Big political revolutionary over here. La lucha continua. Excuse me. Bear with me. God damn it. Shit.
get back home. I done call up a gypsy woman on a telephone. I'm gonna send out a worldwide hoodoo. That'll be the very thing that'll suit you. I'm gonna see that you'll be back home. Play that guitar, Mr. Berry. Thank you very much. That's a little Chuck Berry block there for you. <laughs> and uh, as Pat uh, is firing up this uh, crazy illegal heater, they're just going to kill us all. And, but we're all happy because uh, my feet are, have never been warmer. I'm so, this is great. Another illegal thing in here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why not just throw it on top of you? The illegal poker game, illegal fire, illegal, illegal bar. Uh, you know, we gotta, I think I got a, a Chinese guy living uh, in the loft. <laughs> no FCC license. <laughs> ah, breaking the law. Amazing. We're back live from the broadcast here on Radio Nope. Thanks for joining us. Thank you uh, to Christina, who called in and was a great, great guest. Great yeah, guest. It's about awesome. The, all about the B&H union lawyer stuff. Now and I know. Now I know. Up, Mario. Uh, I'll have to vote. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Bernie, and I'm not going to use my B&H cards until justice has been served. <laughs> Bernie Sanders goes into B&H in disguise and buys a discounted camera with his uh, $100 gift certificate. They, they have the money already, Mario. I heard they you wrote a book, Pat. The money. I heard you wrote a book. In my view, this camera is worth the price. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Pat, you got to replace this book in the mail? Yeah. That's, uh, and you read it in like two hours, right? <laughs> Pat's a speed reader. Yeah, I tore right into it. I horsed into it, as they say. You horsed into it. Mm-hmm. Horsed right into it. So what do you think? The book is called... Uh, the Trouble Boys. Trouble Boys. Mm-hmm. And who wrote that? Some dude. Some dude who's yeah. way into the replacement? Yeah, that guy's way into it. He's all busy. Did he have access to the band, do you know, or is it just uh, like... Yeah, no, he did. He he had uh, he had like uh, pretty much uh, unfettered access. I think the only person who wouldn't speak to him was Chris Morris, but that's not surprising. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's annoying. He just Chris shut everybody should... out. But... Right. Mm. Patrick, was he a Minnesota scene guy? Uh, I don't think so, as, as far as I know. I, uh, I, was, I was thinking we should try to get him on the air. Yeah, yeah well, now sure. Uh, what, do you, what, what grade do you give the book? Oh, definitely A+. Plus. Yeah? Wow. Because oh, yeah. wow. there have been some bad replacements books There's out there, right? really, really, really piss poor I can't believe books, you guys yeah. read books about them, let alone go to see them. <laughs> Why? You don't like No, the we, we're going to read a book about the Clash cover band, yeah. Straight to Hell, that's coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they want to come we and should, play live. I know. We should, we should yeah. read. You know why that hasn't happened yet? Tell them to come in on Post Wednesday. They're great. We should read your notes where you give the Ramones a D minus. <laughs> <laughs> I have, you know, in the span of two years, they went from D minus to A plus. In the height of their right. career. Right. Well, I'd like good. to see what you would have done if you were born in that era, son. <laughs> Ow. Holy crap. Yeah, uh, maybe, Pat, you can come up with something a little better than the Squeeze Gang rap attack, possibly. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> I would have said the rap band with no timing whatsoever. I know you've had it rough. That, well, we should work on him. He'd be a great guest. <laughs> yeah, I would have stood on the other side of the room and enjoyed the Ramones. Guess so, who's uh, back and got the fresh rap like Dragon Style? I'm going to set you all back. <laughs> so the book is good. We should read it. 
I yes. I was going to ask you to borrow it, but I saw you were lending it to Ken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, Ken! was like, Ken was like, did you read that replacement book? He goes, I said, yeah. He goes, I saw it on the counter. <laughs> I was wink, like, wink. Yeah, you can take it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, if the book is that good, I'll throw the guy a few bucks there yeah, and buy not? it. You know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Uh, how many pages, Pat? I've always been waiting for like an official twin tone release know, on them. Six hundred, something like that. And how, are there pictures? Of course. I'm just, <laughs> 600 <laughs> pages. That's a page for every dollar right, the replacements right, right. made in their career. <laughs> just pitches in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> I, I just sold my David Bowie book for $50 to some guy in Chicago. Oh, yeah? What are you going to do with the money? I am it's going to buy, take my buy kids to dogs? City Field. I don't what care. Kind it's of just money? part of the plan. <laughs> I did what quite kind of money? It goes into his secret gambling poker baseball account. I did quite well for myself this week. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of baseball, Jody, tell me about this Johan Cespedes <laughs> and his uh, crazy cause. Johan Cespedes is my is my new favorite Met. Yes. Uh, because R.A. Dickey is not a Met anymore. Right. So. And Bartolo Colon's got to be in the top two, though. R.A. Dickey. He, I, I, Johannes, there's something special about him yes. besides being the bird but he bought a raft of crazy ass cars that cost about a million dollars altogether. Raft. Well, he came and to the United States on a fucking raft. That's right. not a joke. No. <laughs> the guy could drive whatever the fuck he wants if he he swam here on a shark <laughs> from Cuba. That's a baby but whale, buddy. It's a baby <laughs> whale. Speaking of, speaking of that, shit, did, you, did you see what Yasiel Puig from the Dodgers, who's also from Cuba, bought? It's a baby fucking wheel, man. <laughs> no, I didn't. He, uh, Ryan, that's like a Star Wars name. He got tired of the L.A. traffic. <laughs> he bought himself Puig. a fucking helicopter. Did he really? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. I'm sick of driving to the game. That's going to happen all over L.A. People are just going to start helicoptering everywhere. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> but but I, I was Holy reading... Holy shit! <laughs> I was reading today that Ioannis Cespedes, one of the... Well, I, I can't decide which of his automobile purchases I like best. He's driven a different car to spring training. Every day. So this is like car crap, not crap? No, I don't know. Well, like, right, I don't know a lot Met, about cars. Mets spring training started, and Ioannis Cespedes, the Mets re-signed him. He's you know, a big player, and uh, he's... Spring training just started, and in the four days that it's been going on, he's driven a different car to every spring day. training every day. So it's pretty it's fun. Like, it's like me showing up at rehearsal. <laughs> but the first car, Jody, did you see? He pulled up in a Ford 250, just a regular like white well, pickup truck, and it was customized. It was customized. It wasn't that life. crazy. But he had like a a box, like a long box. I guess his baseball bats in it, <laughs> yeah. and he just drags it to the. To the, to the thing, you'd think like someone would come help him with the box. He just drags right. the box along the ground like a badass. Yeah, well, we just got to keep him away from the fuck golf this box. Yeah. But he also bought one of those uh, slingshots, which is a three-wheeled motorcycle. And yeah, uh, my like favorite Can Am. It's, a, it's a Polaris slingshot. It's like, it's yeah. like a backwards Can Am. Yeah, those are whack. But I think my favorite of his purchases. I like the slingshot a lot, but yeah. he also bought a Lamborghini Aventador. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. That's been customized to shoot flames out of the tailpipe. What? Oh, banana in the tailpipe. This is even better. He's gone chooch. The car. The car's list price. Super chooch. Is like almost four hundred thousand dollars, and he spent eighty thousand dollars. On upgrades for it, including this like tailpipe fire. Yeah. Right, and then what does he do, Jody? He he done, he sends. He, he gives, lent it to to like one of the Mets front office staff or one of the assistants to go get to go buy a round waffle maker <coughs> because at training camp the waffles are square and he wanted round waffles because <laughs> <laughs> so the square he, ones are bad luck. Cespedes bad is luck. opulent. Yeah, I so Cespedes has a, a, a so a car that's pretty much uh, costs a half a million dollars sends like an eighteen year old girl to go get a waffle maker at, at <laughs> Bed Bath. You know what he said? Target or something. I want to Walmart, but they were all out. 
<laughs> and then Target had it. Right, yeah. And, and it was Target was very happy day. about it. So let's let's recap. The first day was a Ford F two fifty, whatever. The second day was the Polaris, which is like looks like a Batmobile. Yeah. And the that's slingshot. the slingshot. That's only you know, believe it or not, that's only like a twenty thousand uh, dollar vehicle. Mm. Third day was the was the Lamborghini. The Lamborghini. And the then door. today Yesterday was the uh, Jeep. No. Today, yesterday was the Aston Martin. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. Alfa Romeo. He, 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 he didn't drive it. That was a speculation of what the next car was going to be. What no, no, no. He said on Wednesday, I don't have any more cars. That's it. And then the next day, on Thursday, he showed up in the Alfa Romeo. Oh, he did. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the Alfa Romeo has like the number fifty-two on the rims and shit. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's the the motorcycle's got his number on it. But wait, but does he have an Astron Martin? Yes. Thank you. What? No, an Alfa, Alfa Romeo. No, he does not have an Astron. Part. What about the angry Jeep? What, which one was that? Well, yeah, that today, was today. Today he he's got this Jeep. like white Jeep, and it, if you look at it from the front, it's like the Jeep's pissed off. Yeah. Like they, he made the headlights like have eyelids angry that are like mad. Jeep. You know. Yeah. <laughs> There's a blog called the Mets Police, and every day they post the picture, the car of the day. So how long do you think it's going to go on for? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I he's know. out of vehicles. <laughs> oh. He's going to have like, to start the, taking the subway like Kevin Plowicki. Every luxury car dealership in South. Florida right now is going to be dying to lend him a car to drive to right. camp. Well, yeah. It's going to be happening say, yeah. every single yeah, day. Yeah, it's got to be some bit like his brother alone owns a car dealership or something. Yeah, right. now if, if you're at this point, you just got to start. Like, bar- It would be awesome if you just showed up in like a fucking beat up VW bug or something tomorrow like, yeah. with a flat tire. A I Datsun. Understand. <laughs> Datsun. I understand. He came from nothing. He likes his waffles shaped like baseballs. The man's got a right <laughs> to what he wants. Seafood. Supposedly he smokes cigarettes in between every uh, uh, inning in the dug in He's the, like the tunnel. Keith yeah. Hernandez Jane and smokes Carter cigarettes. A- he smokes cigars. He plays golf during the playoffs. The man gives not a fuck. Let's just yeah. hope he does well and it doesn't become a disaster. Let me tell you something, my friend. When you swim from Cuba to the United States in the mouth of a shark. Or a baby <laughs> whale. With uh, helicopters shooting missiles at you. <laughs> you drive whatever you want. I, no, good I, I love him. This. I mean, Thank you. I don't know. A lot of bad shit's happening around baseball. <laughs> They're slowing the game down. The mouth of a shark. They're slowing the game down. I don't like the game to be slow. I like the game. I mean, they're speeding it up. I like the game to be slow. Oh, oh. did you hear this? They took out the fucking slide rule. Yep. And yeah. The, and the Chase Utley rule. They changed that rule, so now all of a sudden you got to be like, be careful when you slide in. And and no, that. it's not be careful. Listen, I like the rule, and I'll tell you what. The rule says you can't slide after the base because, listen, okay, we all get it. Taking a player out. At second base is part of baseball. No problem. No fucking problem. But at some point, it becomes not part of the game if you're... All right, say you ran into the outfield and punched the center fielder in the yeah, face. It's a non-contact like a, sport. The, you can't... There's no, there has to be an attempt to be safe at second base or be close to second base. You can't pass second base and fucking do a drop kick into a guy's leg and end his fucking career. It's wrong. I know. It's wrong, and it's not... It's not the way of the game. If, what, Mario, if that awesome. happened on your softball team, I that guy would never base, play again. Before I was catcher, I played second base for a long time. And I was expecting to get hit. And I always had shin guards on. I want to hit you right now. And <laughs> I was expecting <laughs> to be hit every You're time. You're very smart, Mario. Because baseball, that's what you do. You play hard. Yes. I can't wait for Brad to chime and, in on uh, this. Well, now they're also going to, uh, the neighborhood play is reviewable now. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't that, like the I game. I know. That one I know you don't like. You know, it's... The play specifically designed to hurt somebody. They want to speed up the game, but then they put in these these reviewable plays that take forever. So mm-hmm. it's just a, an oxymoron. Mary, you know what? Speaking I of oxymorons, the, is it, it time for the news? You could use it specifically <laughs> to change the trajectory of the game. Mary, I wish it's, we had. A, if somebody's getting hot, you can use it to cool them off right yeah. away. And Second baseman it. has five home runs in the series. Baseball does should not. You break have his leg. Timeouts like that. <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah. 
Mario, I wish we had instant replay it's in poker. It's not hard play. It's, it's, oh, it's dirty. And uh, all these guys are going to come up. Right. Oh, you guys, are, everything's been pussified. Like, if, if you ever watch these, I subscribe on Facebook or like or follow or whatever the fuck, like uh, sports blog nation, things of this nature, Amazing Avenue, which covers the Mets. And the first, anytime they try to say anything that's progressive or, or in the interest of humanity, the first guy there has a million likes, and he's like, you guys are pussies. Soft, yeah. You buy well, everything. Here's the thing. I, I'm not against. Uh, I don't like the I'm instant sh- replay. Hold on. Sorry. I'm not, no, I'm not against the instant For replay home at runs? All. But I don't understand why it has to take five minutes. Yeah. Why can't they just have a guy go over there and look at him and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was a fucking home yeah. run. All right. Listen, I am totally 100% You've for the home run mind, instant Ryan. replay. I agree with you. Right? I don't know. Guys, you know, safe and out, whatever. Balls and strikes, you can never do that. You, please keep it up there. Please. Right. So Tommy wants instant replay for poker because he sucks in poker. Oh, my God. He's the worst. He hasn't learned anything in like a year and a half. He's played with us now the last few months, and every week he has the same dumb question. (laughs) Does three suits in one, uh, three of one suit and two of of the other suit, is that anything? It's a full house. It's a full flush. It's a full flush. (laughs) It's not a full so well, I felt so bad for him. Like I want to, I want to help him out, but these guys won't even let me. Because there's money on the line. You're kicking the guy under John, the table. It's you, called cheating. You took him out big time, and then he poisoned your pizza, and you passed out. That's true. <laughs> I told him not to play. I've been practicing actually. I got these new poker chooch apps, and I've been learning. Then yeah, and then two minutes ago, you're like, did the same three, three of three of one suit beats four. <laughs> That's a trick question. That's fucking like Uno. That's like, so if, all right. Here's here's the thing. If you don't know what beats what hand wise. That's fucking step one, brother. Right. Like if you if you're not there, you know you should not be putting that money got, in a game. That I got you down put now. twenty bucks in, whatever. Have fun. That's fine. But that I got down now. I'm good with that. So you got you're that playing. Down? You're still staying with the game. All right, Hell Tommy. Yeah. Since you have it down, please list the hands <laughs> and what pizza. All right, starting from the top. <laughs> okay, you want to start from the what's, best what's hand. The mother yeah. of all hands. Royal flush. Correct. Good. Thing. Then below that would be a. It's hard. I don't need this. Full house. <laughs> oh, no, Tommy. Well, you're, no, you're kind of right because a straight flush would be a straight the second flush, one. Sorry, now, which is this, you know, royal flush is just a fancy then way. Then below that would be a straight flush. A full house. Wrong. Correct. No, no. Oh. Why are you agreeing with him? Oh. You're like five steps. Have off. you yeah. forgotten the four, four, of a kind? four of a kind? I got it. Four of a kind. Yeah, but I never no. hit it. Straight. Four, four of a kind. A straight. Is... A flush. Going backwards. We have so far. Listen. So far, we have royal flush. Straight flush. Four of a kind. Four of a kind. Then full house. Yes. Right. Jody's looking right now. Right. Well, yes. I, I don't need to look at the car. Oh, obviously yeah, you do. And then a uh, four. Uh, then a uh, then a full house. So then after that is a uh, flush. Right. Correct. Then a straight. Yes. yes. Working backwards. Uh, then uh, two pair. Yeah. Well, I missed one. You skip one. Mm. Three of a kind. Yes. And what are two? Uh, what are two other ways of saying three of a kind? Uh, the river. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. What is it? Um, it's uh, trips, trips. Yes. And what's the other one? Boat. A set. A set. You're oh, actually kind of wrong it. about this, yeah. Ryan. I'll tell you why. Um, a set is if you have two in your hand and one on the board, technically. A two trip. Two. Oh, okay. trip, trip, trips can. Re- oh, man. Oh, man. But, it, but it oh, still man. refers. Who to said that? Musical? No, Pat. <laughs> Tommy. No, Musikov. Tommy. Yeah, Musikov said it. I, I'm glad you're not giving up. I'm. My, your line just... of credit is as much as you want with me. I feel sorry for you. Speaking of which, I actually have a $50 ATM debit card I'm going to play with tonight. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah. Can I? <laughs> I actually went to the ATM. And I brought... accept all coupons. Now, Tommy, you're fine. <laughs> you, you, you pretty much have it, right? Thanks. You guys can't complain. So you... what comes after uh, three of a kind? You make all your money off of it. You can't complain. Uh, then uh, two pair. Right. And then uh, uh, f- 
three of the same suits no. and then two of the Forget other same that. suits. Forget that. That's high He's fine. Don't you see that? All right. Then um, there's just a... What's after that? Two pair? Uh, one pair? Right. Yes. Okay. And then just you know, whatever. Ace high. Ace high. And colors don't matter. So <laughs> no. red diamonds versus... Then colors not. only matter if you have a flush. That's the only time they, they do? Matter. Wait a minute. I never learned that. What's what that? about purple horseshoes? Oh, not colors. Tommy, I mean the suits. Okay. No, colors don't colors matter. Colors don't matter. Okay. Well, there, there, a question. There was a guy who uh, wanted to come up with... Who really... I forget the guy's name. Who wanted to push cards that were four-color decks. Because the colors don't matter. I was going to ask you, if they don't matter, serious question, right. why are there two different colors? They, they, people, there are people who think there should be two different, uh, you know, four different. But why aren't they all black? Let's say, because then there wouldn't be enough cards. Well, it'd be confusing. You need some kind of separation. It'd yeah. be it's something easy to look at visually. Hmm. Guns, better cap. It comes <laughs> back from the Italian games where they had those little uh, cards all made up with the the clubs actually drawn on them. And Mario, how many B and H gift cards you want to buy in for tonight? <laughs> yeah, apparently you guys are playing with plastic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll I, take them. Fifty cents on the dollar. I think Tommy is long conning all of you. Yeah, maybe, and he's I've just going to rip us off. I've Stick to some, the news, Tommy. All right. Stick I've, to the news. I've won sometimes. I do all right once in a while. I don't know, Tommy. First of all, when you learn this, the progression of hands, start from the bottom up. Because that's where you're yeah. usually going to be. Right. You're going backwards like somebody trying to say the alphabet backwards. I mean, it's going to happen, but like once every like you know year. Just like John, after last week's episode, I was kind of frazzled with all the media attention, the pussy riot. So I was kind of out of my head. And we're also should just be playing Holdem when we play with Tommy, not these crazy fucking what are you games. About? You guys he's, the, he's the one that picks. Those he loves games. Romanov. It's a great game. Actually, I, I practiced on an app that was only Omaha last night because that's. that's Did you download the new Romanov app? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's next. <laughs> At least master master the. Uh, Basic strategies of Hold'em first. Is my, it was what, what I would do. Well, I'm, I'm excited for tonight's game, but I'm more excited for the news. Oh. Yes. Master of puppets. Master I picked pick tonight's game. Breaking yeah. news. That's right. Sabi Rockstar. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's like my Mr. Time? King impression. Give it, give it a little help. <laughs> Let me try it again. <laughs> Non-breaking news. Sabi Rockstar. Rockstar. It was better the first time. All right, all right. All right, Tommy, what's in the news? It's right. red light fever, John. <laughs> a Swedish girl, Sweden, <clears throat> sophomore slump, who recently ran away from home to join ISIS, recently returned home, stating it was, quote, too hard to join the terror group. <laughs> I'm trying to join this shit. There's nobody around. Swedish 16 year old Marlin. This girl told me to come over. There was nobody home. <laughs> I went over. There was nobody home. <laughs> Swedish 16 year old Marlin Stevani Nivaralain. Had run away from her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you used to date her on, on Tinker or something? On Tinker. <laughs> <laughs> run away with her boyfriend to join ISIS last May, but she recently explained to a Kurdish television station she hadn't realized what exactly it was she was getting herself into with her boyfriend. <laughs> Quote, first he was cool, but then he started to look at ISIS videos and speak about them. Then he said he wanted to go to ISIS, and I said, okay, no problem. I'm assuming she thinks ISIS is a place. Yeah, let's go to ISIS. <laughs> Where do you want to go? Uh, well, we can go to the French French place. Yeah, we can go to Atlantis, or we can go to ISIS. You <laughs> just big... won the Super Bowl. Yeah, Where are you going to go? I'm going to ISIS. <laughs> Feeling like Chinese? I don't know. What's the name? You know, you laugh. There actually is a place in a story that we pass on the way to the studio, a, ho a hookah lounge. Yes, called ISIS. Yeah, is it really? Big yeah. letters, and they haven't taken it down yeah. yet. <laughs> I would be like, just go up there and smash one of the S's with a hammer, and let's go on a day. What the I fuck see. are we doing? Yeah. Uh, she said, uh, I did not know uh, what ISIS meant or what Islam was. Uh, what's more, Nivar Lalane was pregnant when the couple crossed into Syria before finally being given a house in the ISIS-controlled city of Mosul. Uh, the house, however... Uh, Offered neither electricity nor running water, a marked departure from her previous way of life. Quote, 
in Sweden, we have everything. And when I was in Iraq, I had nothing. Uh, she said in an exclusive TRNN interview. <laughs> Looking relaxed and healthy back to her uh, when she was in her native town of Florgisburg. That was your assessment as car tomorrow, Florgisburg. That's where they make Porsches. <laughs> well, they used to make them anyway. Well, those guys are going down. Uh, big trouble those Porsche Volkswagen people. Where, what was the factory they make those in? Wolf Wolfsburg, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, Flergusburg. Flergusburg. <laughs> no, Wolfsburg is opening up for uh, the replacements. At, <laughs> quote, I did the not... new hip indie rock. Yeah, they're, uh, they do, they do uh, lunkhead rock, but they do it with Lunk the wink. Lunkhead rock. They sing but in they do it with the wink. They sing. <laughs> those lovable. You know, yeah, exactly. They uh, play dumb music, but <laughs> they know that you know that they right, know yeah, that it's they, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, so, I, they, they, all their lyrics are in Swedish, but they're from Bushwick. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, I did not have any money either, and life was very hard. When I had a phone, I called my mom and said, I want to go home. Right. The woman's parents Why were... Why don't you call it an airstrike and make yourself useful? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> the woman's uh, parents were finally able to have their daughter sent back to them after bartering with a local Iraqi tribesman for what equates to... Yeah, a... take her back. She's fucking useless. We don't care. <laughs> what they get her. for her? What'd they get? For what equated to a herd of goats. You think she'd be wor wor uh, oh. worth a beheading? You know, like, hey, we can... She's a warm sure. body. She's a girl. They should kill the infidel because she wanted to leave them. That's no. right. We'll behead her on tape, and that's an easy this, win for us. What do you pregnant. say? That's like a two for one. Yeah, yeah. high well, five, can... call it a day. Hats off to have an anchor baby. Come on. <laughs> she's pregnant. I, I... Jesus, guys. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I mean, if I was in that's, ISIS. That's two kills. That counts. <laughs> that counts as two kills, Stern. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean, Joe Baturbo? <laughs> I wait. I wait and, uh, Robin, I said, two. a kill is a kill is a kill. That's two kills. Moving on. I told my dickhead sergeant. <laughs> a South Carolina police officer has been arrested well, for the whole village. <laughs> <laughs> a South Carolina police officer has been arrested for allegedly jacking off to porn in his patrol car uh, when he was supposed to be working. Oh, which yeah, which is state crazy. is this? You can get arrested for that? South Carolina. Uh, yeah, I wonder crazy. if he's voting in the primary. Uh, TRN. I've never heard this one before. <laughs> you? So, see, it's a real story. Yes. TRNN reports that Marshall. This is really in the news. Yeah, yeah this, <laughs> is, this is true. This, this is true. It's a real story. This is in the news. TRNN reports that Marshall Lee. Maybe Har Jay Leno will lend Cespedes a car for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot. Hey, you want to take the Stanley Steamer? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I met this so girl good. on Tinka. She fits me out this car. You gotta, you gotta fill it up with water and wait for the boiler. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Seinfeld loves it. You gotta wait like twenty minutes for the boiler to warm up. But, uh, you know, yeah, we put a bigger boiler in. You I had Seinfeld like, last week. Yeah, you could get like sixty miles per hour. This car actually just runs on. This car runs on Seinfeld jokes. Uh, yeah, okay. You just yeah. you get Seinfeld come over and he ties the jokes into the engine and it runs. It's a little confusing. I mean, the throttle's up in the, uh, you know, by the steering wheel. Uh, you know, and there's four clutches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, need, you need four legs to operate this vehicle. Yabba dabba do. It's another rated content. We're going to get back to the guy jerking off in his car right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you jerked off in my Stanley Steamer? <laughs> that wasn't part of the deal. I was going to drive that in like 20 years. <laughs> TRNN reports that Marshall Lee Hardon, uh, age 41, oh, was... Oh, I'm sorry, man. Imagine you, like, you're at the coffee shop. 
like near Jay Leno's house, and you hear this fuck <laughs> some fucking jalopy. <laughs> and you're like, here he comes again. Goggles and a leather helmet. This guy, yeah, this guy's got nothing better to do. You're like a workaday guy, and and you you won the lottery, and you live in Malibu. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> He's got denim on denim. <laughs> denim on denim. It's like, denim and denim brought us all together. It's like living with Dick Van Dyke and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. you, you beat me to it. Hey, can you come out here and turn the crank? I gotta get going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here he comes again, this jerk off every morning, six thirty. He's got nothing to do. Exactly, he's at the Starbucks drive-through. <laughs> you know he's that guy who's like woke a frap, who right? retired and has nothing to do but show up to the, like the coffee shop in the morning and break like six guys' balls like about everything that's happening. Like, hey, look what I got? I'm gonna feel it. I'm gonna fly away in my plane now. <laughs> we're so deviated. Guy's got a, a bale of hay in the back of his car. <laughs> fucking idiot. Wait a minute. What happened to Officer Hardon? Okay, it's, that's yeah. just a real name, by the way. Marshall Lee Hardon. No, it isn't. I swear to I God. I loved him in the Scorpions. Marshall, Marshall Lee Hardon II, <laughs> age 41, was on patrol uh, duty one day when he decided he just couldn't wait until get home to rub one out. Yeah. According to an arrest warrant documented uh, on an eyewitness statement, Hardin was watching, quote, adult pornography while parked in the central leafy in- environment of Camden's Woodward Park. Mm. Uh, uh, so there's wood and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he parked leaf, and he jerked off and his name is what, Officer uh, I Jerk Off? In the bush. It, I'm, dude, look, Google the story. It's his real <laughs> name. All right, don't, don't fucking I bit me. It sounds like the plot to an Abel Ferrara movie. <laughs> <laughs> don't bit me again, Rocks, though. I won't, I won't. The, the report stated, quote, while employed as a police officer in his marked patrol car, Harden was watching porn in on his personal cell phone while rubbing his penis through his uniform pants. All the cops in the donut shop say J-O-J. <laughs> Thank you, Carlin Reed. I, that's Carlin Reed's joke. Thank you, Carlin. Very nice. good. Very good. After a period of time, Harden uh, ex- exited this marked patrol car and pulled... Uh, his, <laughs> his penis from his uniform <laughs> <laughs> to stroke his penis two times, according to the report. Oh, this times. is really, uh, it's, it, it's yeah. so detailed. I wonder if the guy who wrote this is Jay Owing. <laughs> if he only had to do it two times, he must I'll be uncircumcised. You, there's <laughs> cameras everywhere. Is Brian Music off still here? Yes. Hi, Brian. Hi, Mr. Brian. <laughs> Brian, come read the news. I haven't heard what, from did you I miss a circumcision joke? No. <laughs> Harden then put his penis back in his pants and went to the restroom in the public park to finish ejaculating. <laughs> he then went to lunch, had a cheeseburger with lettuce, mayonnaise, and a tomato. It's a police it's a report. Very, very Let's just tell report. the truth, man. He asked a- for it to be cut in half. Just tell the truth. Tell the truth, guys. Quarters. Masturbation uh, is stress reliever. That's what it is. It, it's a, it, it, you know, it, it ails. It, it, it fixes a lot of ails. If uh, you have a, like a head cold, it'll relieve it for like five minutes. Oh, there's cameras no, no everywhere pun. now. There's cameras everywhere. I can't jerk off anywhere anymore. Oh God. Who knows who's watching me? <laughs> no one. No one's watching. Rockwell is. It'd be great if he was watching interracial porn, and then he could use that as a. <laughs> it'd be. It'd be like a thumbs up for the cops. Like, no. Harden was arrested and booked into Cashew County Detention Center. <laughs> he was where- booked into Cox jerking <laughs> off. Prison with cum and yeah, where he is still being held. He faces charges of misconduct in office and quote malfeasance, 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 yeah, misfeasance, and non. <laughs> if can, it's funny. So, so every kind of feasance is on the table, my friend. You're going away for a long time. I love, I love that he's he, being he held. Had, he's mal- being held for holding himself. Right. Boy, he had val- hey, that's not the only thing that's being oh. held, officer. What do you think of that, judge? Oh. He had valid like feasance. Hold yeah. this. He had valid oh. feasance for doing he's it. Really. the suspect. Uh, boys, are all going to hell. What was that, Brian Music off? He, he had, had valid feasance for doing it. He had valid feasance for doing it. Whose phone is ringing? If, Turn off. If, if convicted, Hardon could be in prison for. Watch, up to it, watch it be me. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Tom. Ten years for uh, of hard labor. 
Let's see. <laughs> so basically, they're going to sentence this guy into a room by himself so he could jerk off all day for yeah. 10 years. What's, what's the problem? Yeah. Right. That's pretty much the American dream. Like yeah, Club Med. Like Three square meals and just right. J.O. all day. Right. What else are you going to do? Read a book about the replacements and J.O. Square, rub one out. Right. What guy hasn't behind the wheel? Right. Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, speaking what? of- Oh, that was gross the way you sexually said I that. I was trying to do a Jeff Goldblum yeah. impression. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of jerking off, <clears throat> a Chinese airline accidentally booked delayed passengers into an S&M hotel last week. Uh, when two single women who were complete strangers were booked into quote the Love Hotel this past Valentine's Day, according to the People Republics of Online Daily Information, a state control sounds legit, a state control TRN affiliate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in contact with state control the news outlets. Yeah. Okay, the women were trying to fly. <laughs> he looks at me like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what state are they in exactly? <laughs> state of shock, confusion. <laughs> what Mal- was the safety word? <laughs> state of malfeast. <laughs> Uh, the women were trying to fly on high. <laughs> I saw malfeasance at Lemoore's East with Woody in, in 1982. Great. They opened for overkill. <laughs> That's a malfeasance. I can picture the fucking logo in my head right now. It's, it's white neon, on black. And neon black. green, right? No, it's like one of those uh, death metal death logos. Metal. Right. Yeah. Looks like a forest. Malfeasance. <laughs> the women were trying to fly on Hunan Airlines uh, from China's southwest city of Chongqing to the, Mam- <laughs> to the city of Hangzhou, oh, uh, the capital of eastern... <laughs> Xiang right. province this past Sunday when anytime you see an X go Z yes. <laughs> yeah yeah there you go okay that works uh, when inclement weather delayed their flight inclement <laughs> inclement <laughs> the, the airline offered a complimentary room I saw inclement weather at a yeah. oh, oh, back of brownies yeah. <laughs> they opened for Halloween the former <laughs> members of uh, power station the, the airline offered a complimentary room for a few hours at a nearby hotel when they were told the weather conditions had worsened and that their flight was not leaving till the next day. The problem was that the hotel was a per-hour short-stay love hotel. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> <laughs> boasting amenities such as sex chairs, chains, wrist, and ankle cuffs. The women it's were a good way to kill an hour. Yeah, I mean... Let the or, storm blow over. Or t- <laughs> 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 the women were shocked. Hotel plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> the women were shocked when they learned the nature of the hotel. The women were shocked when they realized there were jumper cables in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately decided to stay to, quote, explore their options. <laughs> and then... Uh, this is my final story of the night. <laughs> you ever, uh, let me ask you one question. Do you ever see? You ever tune into a news report and see the anchor go? And then this is my final story of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a common thing. And they say okay. for, our, for our last story of the night. Right. <clears throat> I'm learning from Walter Cronkite here. <laughs> um, everyone trying to come up with a Cronkite pun in their head right now. Cronk, right? <laughs> you wrong Cronks, bro. <laughs> a high school student. Wrong Cron. Wrong Con. The wrong Cron. You wrong Con, bro. Tron Crite. It's a long Con from the wrong Cron. Walter Tronkite. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> a high school you student. You wrong Tron, bro. <laughs> A high school student playing hooky is usually a cause for condemnation, not celebration. However, this isn't stopping the city of Chicago from throwing a big party this spring to honor Midwest's most charming fictional troublemaker, Ferris Bueller. Big party. I thought Dennis the Menace was the most charming fictional troublemaker. <laughs> uh, the three-day. F- you don't have to laugh. It wasn't funny. It's it funny. was funny. The three-day Ferris Fest. Being- 
<laughs> you know what? I've changed my mind. I love Tommy's news. <laughs> the the 3-day Ferris Fest being held in and around Chicago on May 20th through the 22nd will mark the 30th anniversary of the 80s film classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which was released in theaters in 1986. Well, yeah, that would be 30 years. That's right. Uh, written and directed by writer and director John Hughes, uh, the flick starred Matthew Broderick as the titular ca- character, right. along with Mia Sarrett, Bueller's girlfriend, and Sloan Peterson, and Alan Ruck as his best friend Cameron, with copious amounts of hijinks ensuing. <clears throat> and no cocaine. <laughs> the director's cut has him running over two people in Ireland. And three rapes. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a rapist, I'm joking. He's Keep, joking. Keeping was, in the spirit of the movie. A, that was a reference to the uh, Revenge of the Nerds trivia we had. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping in the spirit of the movie... The Ferris Fest will offer a live recreation of the film's Twist and Shout parade sequence uh, and a two-day, two-part bus tour movie location, including Willis Towers, Glenbrook North High School, and Cameron's House in Highland Park, Illinois. The event will also feature a special screening of Ferris Bueller's Day Off at the John and Nancy Hughes Theater in Lake Forest, Illinois, on Saturday, May 21st. Film critic Richard Roper will host the event, which will include a Q&A with Ferris's parents, played by Cindy Pickett and Lyman Ward. And the French restaurant maitre d' Jonathan Schmuck. Nice. Ah, uh, that the guy's funny the best. Boys. <laughs> you know the that guy's boys. like you cannot cast him as anything else but a total dick. No, he won. That's it. He's, he wins. That his career is done. He doesn't need to ever act again. <laughs> the sausage king of his, Chicago. His wife would take umbrage with that statement. Right? <laughs> <laughs> What's the score? Nothing. Nothing. Who's winning? The Bears. The Bears. Um, as the Chicago Tribune points out, Ferris Bueller's Day Off received uh, only a two-star review from Tribune critic Gene Siskel, who deemed the film, quote, film that doesn't... Siskel! <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know where to, uh, it, it, what it is until it ends. However, no one can argue... Siskel and Brendan Burt. I guess no, no one is going to understand that. <laughs> I would watch that shit out. <laughs> However, nobody can argue that the flick isn't a celebration of the Windy City from start to finish. Right. The three, uh, the full three-day festival tickets are three hundred dollars, including admission to the above tours and activities, along with access meet and greets and opening night party, admission to a replica of Ferris Bueller's bedroom, and a T-shirt. Uh, One-day tickets for Saturday and Sunday for one hundred seventy-five dollars. For more information, visit livefromthebarrage.nyc. How, how does Ben Stein not end up at this thing? He's got to be in it. That's the start. Chicago of his does do these things that, like, you know, did it work, work? They do. The, they're Anyone? like, oh, we're going to be like the the quirky second placers and try to make a Ferris Bueller statue and a fucking Harry Carey museum. You know, whatever. Dude, we got, we got a fucking Ralph Cramden statue for crying out loud. Hey, look, look at the... Hey, did you go to the Bean? No, because I'm not a fucking idiot. I'm not fascinated by a mirrored rock. I was just trying to give Chicago some love, you know? Yes, no, I know. Uh, now I, I'm pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly... That's Can the I turn n- this horrible... Uh, that's the news. You know, by the way, the twist and shot in the movie... It's just the Beatles version. Yep. Yeah, and he's pretending to sing it, but you it's the movie is not assuming he's doing karaoke. The movie movie's assuming he's actually vocalizing this song. And it's a, you know, clearly John Lennon. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, so weird. It's weird. So weird. The best guy in that movie is not the Ape from uh, Mater D. The best guy in that movie is the fucking uh, gr- the garage guy. The garage oh, guy. Yeah. Richard Edson. Relax. Yeah. What's his name, Jody? Richard Edson. He One was in best. Sonic Youth. Yeah. He, and, really? Yes, oh, and yeah. he was also in Conk. I think he's a New York dude. He's a New York yeah. dude. That guy Conk? fucking rules. Yeah. I love that I dude. love Conk. What country do you think this is? <laughs> <Yeah>. You speak <laughs> English? What country do you think this is? Best. That guy was in Sonic Youth? Yeah. Wow. He's uh, he's an art dude. He's been around, man. Jody, he's in the noise rock scene. That's awesome. 
You know, can we? Can I bring my conk? I have their records. Can we play them? They're I have fantastic. some of their records too. Gonna conk you. Me and Jody found out we have a lot in common yeah. tonight. No. Let's make out. No God. No, thank you. Hey, John. <laughs> hey, John. Well, we do. We I do. I don't need a. I don't need a Jody, beat down from your. All wife. joking aside, I can't believe how versed you are in this specialized world of arts and music. It's all amazing. joking aside, so if Mario wasn't married, would you would you go out on a date with him, Jody? No, I would not. Because I like Mario Come as a on. friend. Oh. Okay, well that's that's fair. That's diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> wow, just shut it right down. You should be in the I debate. I'll stick to masturbating in my vehicle. Oh, <laughs> hey, John, that's the news. <laughs> that's the news. Thank you, Tommy. Tommy. Right. Nice job. All Ooh, right. There's the yeah. news of Tommy Rockstar. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, I want to do one thing, okay. and that's play a song for like two minutes. I need to, to I need, I need to pee. In my, I'm going to pee in my pants. <laughs> okay. One yeah. song. I'll go upstairs. You stay out here. One song. Right, ready? Go. go. Play that funky Back music. Back after this, Mikey. I'm still wrong. Yep, you're wrong. Tape in. In. Patch it in. Patch it in. Oh, I got it. We'll be back after this, live from the Bronx. Radio Nope, thanks for tuning in. And we'll have the Ryan game next, and then we'll be done. And you go fuck yourself for all I care. Don't give a shit.
Jump into my big black car. Thank you, Ryan. Very good. And uh, do you have a game for us this week, my friend? Yes. Hello, my yes, friend. Yes, I do. Thank Hello, you. everybody. Oh, Thank wait. You, man. Sorry, I like the opener. I like this. It's more spirited and exciting, and uh, it has... I love them name? both. It has Elliot Tertron. Why isn't it going? Because mm-hmm. it was meant to be yeah. that you play yours. Wow. To quote Pat, you get to plug in the Kabu. Kabu. I think I fucked up the whole... What the fuck? Can you hum a few bars? Really weird. That works. Why doesn't this work? Mm. Minus the one. That works. The opener's not working. The you, fuck? Oh, I know. I have to level down on that particular You one. are correct, sir. <laughs> ah, nice job. And Troubleshooting. From a barrage, barrage in Queens, New York. It's, it's time a to play the, the Ryan game. game. Call it a barrage. Where we expose these smartasses for the dumbasses they really are. Here's your host, Ryan Allison. Let's move on with the game. <laughs> Fuck the audience. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, it's time to play the Ryan game. Every week Ryan comes up with a game for us. We have no idea what it's going to be, and we like it that way. Let's play a game we used to play a long time ago. We haven't done it since Stickball. Tommy's been on the show. Yeah, we're going to play Spud. Stupball. Spud. Asses up. Box ball. Hey, music off. Do they have asses up Where's in Jersey? Where's uh, I was the box ball queen of King of Queens. You, you learned it in uh, Queens, but... Uh, it, it, why, are you, why am I not hearing you? Say that again? I don't hear a thing he's saying. Hello? 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 Check Jimmy. There we go. Now we can hear. Have you, I been off the whole show? <laughs> yes. I'm wondering why you were so quiet. Like, like, <laughs> Christina, like, another question I had was, right, and I do just like thing, silence. Yeah. Right, do that thing where you speak louder and you hear yourself like, "Hey!" Right. <laughs> so, uh, asses up was a thing in, in Queens, but then you brought it to Jersey, or it was there when you got there? No, it was there when I got there. But and I learned, I learned of it in Queens. I was I always subject of getting reamed. Asses up how, is, how do you is a national game. Right? How, how do you play? Let me you know, come over here, Mario. Let me show you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like handball. Where with you the keep actual game. You I think, keep throwing I think if, a ball drop, against. It's simple. You keep throwing ball against the wall, but as soon as you fumble it, you got to run to the wall before somebody oh, yeah, picks yeah. up the ball and throws it. I remember this right. game. If they really? hit you they in throw the ass, in with the it, ass. It, right. you're out. Right. But that's not how thing? we played in Boy Scouts. Right, right. Isn't there a free thing? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a thing where if you, <laughs> yeah. the game is a little different? How many times did you go through couch? How many times did you go through the paddy wagon? I should have. Uh, <laughs> too many. I should have printed out the rules before. Well, computers weren't really. Right. <laughs> Isn't there a penalty where you have to put both hands on the wall and you stick your yes, ass out and get rained? Yeah. And then they pull your pants down. And suck your. Oh, <laughs> hey, yo. Censored the, by Chinese government. Where's the one where they all jump on you? Uh, rape, the game. <laughs> Gang rape. Gang bang. So, Ryan, how does this translate to a barrage game? Yeah. All right. So, it's. Uh, nice this segue. Game is, this game is called Horse. But uh, I think we have uh, not enough questions and too many plays. We have seven players tonight, so we're just going to play whore. It's like rubbing <laughs> off. All right. So basically, it works just like the basketball game, where uh, instead of uh, shooting, the person who has control of the ball shoots and then calls the shot. Whoever currently has possession gets to answer the first question. Okay. And this is going to be decided because. 
Brian, you won the game last week. Did you not? I believe I so. He did? So. Did I? Or did Mario well, Jody win? wasn't no. here. So. Jody wasn't here. <laughs> Jody so somebody wasn't here. won. Yeah. <clears throat> no, wait, did we even have a game because Pussy Riot yes. went so long? Oh, yeah. no, no, we no, 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 we didn't. We did have a game. The week before, we did not. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, we had, when we had C.J. Ramon, uh, the president of the United States, and uh, Boutros Boutros Gali, we had to <laughs> with the cut Pope. the game short. Yeah, the Pope was also a 15-minute call. Boutros Boutros. Oh, golly. <laughs> Call the Pope for 15 minutes or more. Rest in so, peace. Brian, as Boutros, a result, Boutros. as a result, you will get to answer first. Everybody's <laughs> going to answer the same question. Every question has more than one answer. Good okay? Golly, Tommy, I, I think Boutros Boutros Golly was also in the cantina in Star Wars. <laughs> Boutros, Boutros Good Golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> Just like every Ryan game, I have no clue what's going on until we start, but we'll exactly. start. Right. Again, with well, I'm in the same color. boat and I'm first. We'll do our best. That's I'm on it. to you, Tommy. All right. <laughs> What's the question? Brian. Yes. Uh, can you name a part of the body that is spelled with three letters and only three letters? Uh, ear. Right. John. Leg. Correct. Tommy. Jaw. Yes. Pat. Arm. Yes. Jody. Eye. Yes. Toe. That's just one letter, Jody. Yes, Mario. Everybody got it. Everybody got it. Really? We're all the best? I'd like to throw in Nobody. hip and Keep gum. going until no one gets right. And gum. <laughs> and rib. And rib. rib. I play this game with my students. Rib. It's a great one. You're How about, Would you have, have have accepted ass? Or it has to be... Uh... No, that's buttocks. No, but does <laughs> it have to be shit. a medical term? Or would it be, you know, is that acceptable? So, Brian, you got it, since you got it right first. Right. Right. Thanks for answering my question. <laughs> Fishbulb. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to Pat. I was no, I was talking just, to you, Ryan. Like, it, really would, listening. If I'm I sorry. had said ass, is that good? Uh, yeah, I think I would have took that. All right. Just I wondering, think, like, what parameters were Ryan would have taken ass. I think I would have took take ass. ass, tit. Nub. Pud. It's a penis, Pud. it's a breast, and it's buttocks. That's what I tell my kids when they try to answer that way. Carlin Reed in the chat box checking with nub and pud. <laughs> Fud. All right, so Brian, you did not lose control. Box. All right? Okay. So you, you still get to go first. Now, if you, if you don't get one right, the next person who does get one right gets control. Okay. And they'll go first from that point on. And you'll get an H. Okay. Just like and, in the game horse. And you'll be whore. Uh, Brian, name a team from either the AFC South or the NFC South. Oh, God. South? <coughs> That's right. Um, Titans? I don't know. Correct. All right. John. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. Tommy. Miami Dolphins. Wrong. You get an H, Tommy. They're, they're south and they're in either league, no? Nope. They're in the east. Oh, there's an east? Yeah. yeah Tommy, three, pe- three pair beats a full house. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, Pat? Jaguars. Jaguars. Jaguars was set already. Oh, oh well. Yeah. Try again? Sorry, you get an H. Oh, look, give me another shot. Well, it's, oh. uh, it's, I'm going to run out of questions. Okay. <laughs> I'm stick to this protocol. Okay, I'll, t- I'll take it. All right. If you do name something that was already named. I have, I have no business named, correctly here. So. <laughs> right. If you name something that was already named, you're out. Uh, jo- uh, who's uh, Jody. Jody? What is it? The a- the NFC or AFC oh, South or AFC South? We accept XFL. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, that's a, I'm a Viking with uh, XFL. Um, did someone say Carolina Panthers? No, nobody said that. Well, I'm saying that, and that's probably wrong. Correct. Damn it! You took my uh, answer, Jody. I was Mario, that. I think. Can't uh, think. In the South. In Five the seconds. South, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Incorrect. Mm. What are they, fucking... They're in the East also. Oh, come on. 
Your Giants rivals. Come on, Giants, your Cowboys. How is Dallas in the East? Um, Washington. You took my answer, Jody. It's a Western city, baby. Washington. (laughs) All right, seven people here. Name one of the seven most commonly used words in the English language. Brian, go first. Uh, The. Number one. Correct. John. You. Y-O-W. Incorrect. What? Come on. (laughs) Come on, people. Start using that more. How about me? (laughs) I was going to say me. Uh, Tommy. Me. Me is or not I. correct. Wow, really? Because every Facebook status I read has at least two me's in it. I was going to say all oh, your status is me, 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 me. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? Fuck you. Because I didn't even post the Fox video. How about that? Really? I never even posted on my own time. You just posted about that it was happening, but you didn't nope. post it, right? Yeah, yeah, I never posted the video. You should, dude. Well, I should. Everyone, a hundred other people did. I'm Why should say, I uh, we'll pile on? Me, 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 me. I, would you accept it? I. Uh, uh, Pat says uh, a. a. The letter uh, A is uh. correct. Mm. Jody, I'm going to say is, is I S. I don't know if you know what the Not definition correct. of is. Wow, really? Mm. Is traveling? You got it. <laughs> you got it, Jody. And Mario, it, I T. The seven letters, the seven words are the, this, the, this, this. Oh, come on! He was feeding you. <laughs> the, B, two, of, e. and, a. Uh, and how do we not get and? Mario, oh, you get it. And oh, what's up? What's up, B? <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me that seems crazy? It beats. Uh, what did what did uh, Jody say? It puts yeah. the lotion. I yeah. is number ten. It Jody is, said is it, I it is it beats is. Yep. I guess a noun would beat a verb. Oh, man, and that's how that goes. That's, that's why I don't play chess. Oh, I try oh, playing chess. It is. It is. And on this uh, chess app. And I was on, like, level three of, like, the difficulty, and I stink. So I go, let me go down to level one. I figure I'm going to blow everybody. I have not won yet. I'm pretty good at that, I actually. don't have the mind for it at all. I suck at chess. I'm I can't see the moves. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> I stink. I'm, I'm transparent, too. They know exactly what I'm doing I'm every bet- single time. Better at chess than I am poker. Let's put yeah. it that way. All right. We're playing chess tonight. $50 me. Do it. Let's do it. I play with yeah. $50 gift card, by the way. <laughs> 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 it's true. Brian Musicoff. I always play with strong. sticks. Brian Musikoff has no letters. Everybody else has an Wait, H. Wait, you said he had an H before. No, no. He's, 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 he's got one right every time. He of course, he goes first. He's got the advantage. Um, everybody's got an H except for Mario has H-O. You are oh, one letter away from hose at? elimination, my friend. That's right. Why is up? There's only Brian, three? Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, name a character on The Simpsons that is voiced by Hank Azaria. Oh, I should know this. God damn it. It's not principal Skinner. Not not Skinner. No. Oh, I can't think. Uh, Take a guess. I, three seconds, I sir. I don't. I don't. I don't have one. I'm sorry. I don't. Three, two, one. You get an H, my friend. And if somebody else gets one right, they get control. Skinner wasn't right. It's me next, right? You are next, sir. All right. Uh, one of the Simpsons voices, voiced by Hank Azaria, is Apu. Nahasa people pedala. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and you have control. Thank you. I have control. Tommy, to avoid a letter. Mo. Mo Sislak is correct. Ooh, nice job. Pat, you're uh, you're a well-known aficionado of the show. Frank. 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 Ooh. Frank Rizzo is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Rizzo. 
Jody. And begin. <laughs> Chief Wiggum. Very good. Chief Wiggum is correct. That was my second. It was my backup. And Mario. I like to say that this game is tilted against me because he's always first and I'm always last. And I say Milhouse and I'm probably done. You are not correct. Sorry, sir. Thanks, oh. thanks for playing. I'm going to go drink. Mil- Milhouse is actually this voiced game by, is rigged. by uh, actor Charlton Heston. Ryan Ryan games are unfair to Mario Riot. (laughs) Mario Riot. (laughs) (laughs) Boycott. Does this thing work? John, you get to go first. All right. We can hear you, Mario. I'll take uh, Simpsons characters for 100. (laughs) (laughs) Name a sports team, a big four sports team, meaning NHL, MLB, NFL, or NBA, that has only... One name a city that has only one of those teams in its market. Oh man, that's mm. kind of tough. Okay, um, Sacramento Kings. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes, Sacramento Kings. Tommy. I'm gonna take a leap of faith here and say, see, yeah, no, 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 no. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Um. Montreal. No, they don't have a team anymore. Take that back. Jacksonville. Jacksonville is correct. Yeah. Montreal, I think, would have been correct. There's no more team anymore. Winnipeg. It's the the Washington Walmart. Nice. Jody. Uh, Fucking move the Jets back there. Are you kidding me? Edmonton. They're not even the Jets. Edmonton is correct. Edmonton. Edmonton. <laughs> Brian. Correct Tron, bro. Does Tennessee have a hockey? I don't know. Tennessee? Uh, Tennessee's a state. Be more specific. I'm oh, sorry. Um, yes, they do have a hockey team. Do you have a microphone that works? Yeah, it's, wiggle that shit around. I don't know what's going on. You got you it. A, I thought Just you, a yeah, little bit. You got it. You're good. You're good. Jigu. <laughs> and your answer, sir? I don't have Whoa an there, answer. Pat. <laughs> Three seconds? No. You were on the right track, man. Come Two. on, pick one. Pick one. Anything. Anything. I don't, I don't know. Um, Tuscaloosa. One, don't, time is up. It. Nashville Predators, no. right? Yeah. No, Nashville. Uh, Predators and Titans. No. Yeah, Nashville. Tennessee Titans. Nashville's not. Nashville's well, no, a city. Mem- you Memphis. said that's city. where they play, don't they? Memphis has one team. You said city, not state. City, yeah. Oh, okay. Memphis has one team. I'll take a letter. Okay. <laughs> you have HO now. You were doing so good. Where's my hose at? John, you're still in, con- you're still in control here. All right. Can, uh, is uh, Brad right with Green Bay? Green Bay is right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, duh. That's got to be so weird to be living <laughs> so in a city with just pressure. one team. Uh, I can read a couple more if you want. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio, Calgary, Orlando, Edmonton, Salt Lake City, Edmonton. Sacramento, Green Bay, Raleigh, Jacksonville. Vancouver, San Jose. A yeah. lot, lot of options in the hockey yeah. department. Yeah. 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 Oklahoma, o- Oklahoma City, so Ottawa. In, in a couple months, uh, Las Vegas. San Antonio. Would be a hockey option. Tommy, you yeah. would have got one right with, um, well, with Montreal. You would have got it right. Really? Yeah, you would have got it right because the Expos left, Can- but the Canadians, Canadians the ca- hockey team is still there. Yeah. Right. Oh, duh, duh, So that's duh, the one duh, pro sports duh. team that's there. Oh, by the way, I'm going to that stadium in two weeks. Let's uh, move on with the game. <laughs> where they're going to play in Las Vegas. As he I want to see you print live T-shirts on the ice while they're checking you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> no, to see Guns N' Roses' first ever show in 25 years. Is oh, that, that arena. okay. What's the name of that stadium? Uh, Las Vegas Arena. Oh, I thought you were talking about Montreal. T- T-Mo- no, T-Mobile Las Vegas Arena. <laughs> T-Mobile, T-Mobile Kmart Dollar Shave Club Arena. <laughs> Old Chicken. <laughs> Old Chicken Arena. <laughs> so right now, everybody has an H, and Brian has H-O. 
Okay. John, you're first. I thought Mario was HIV. Okay. He's out. He's out. Oh, he's I am so gone. How sir. about Portland, Ryan? My mm-hmm. pen is out of ink. Also, I will lend you with my pen. Oh yeah, Thanks. Portland Trailblazers, and that's it, right? Portland is correct. Yeah. Nice job, How Brad Weisenberger. A, a big city having only Cat one team. You don't know the politics and economy of moving teams around from city to city is is very complicated. When I was a kid, my cousin got me to believe that Anchorage uh, had a team called the Anchorage Eyeballers. They were a baseball team, and I totally believed it for a year. <laughs> you know, I watch this people talk about this the the H's O. Oh, Do you ever see that bit with Ben Stiller and they're trying to he's trying to meet Glenn Fry or something? I never understood what people were talking about, and I finally watched it, and it wasn't funny. I never understood why we can't move on with the game. <laughs> All right, fine. I know Tommy gets so mad about everybody stepping on his bed. And no, I'm not talking yap, over. Yap, it. yap, yap. <laughs> uh, no, I'm only kidding. I got a lot to say. All of a sudden, <laughs> John, you're in, you're in control, John. That whiskey's kicking in. Yeah, it's yep. kicking in. I wish it was at the beginning of the show. John, name one of the nations of Oceania. What? <laughs> yeah, same. See, this is where we get you. Like Oceania, where like the school is in Bayside? There's a certain area of the world known as Oceania. Right, no, I got you, but uh, I thought there wasn't... It's too small for... for, for it consists of several nations. Oh, I didn't know that. Name one of them. Well, I would assume... I have no idea what you're talking about, so I'll, su- I'll assume they're island nations. Because it's ocean, and there's a lot of them. And they're probably small. I don't know, I'll say... I'll say Guyana. Guyana? Yeah. I don't know what nope. I'm talking about. Sorry, incorrect. I have no idea what Oceania is. Oh, this pen writes really nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm really stupid. Well, yeah, it does, right? right Tommy. Yeah. I'm going to take a leap of faith and say Fiji. Fiji is correct. Oh. Uh, Pat. Singapore. Singapore. I'm thinking not. I'm looking at my little information thing here. Nope. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> yeah, inf- my information Singapore. square. Goodness. It was so good that I wasn't also really Also known sure as my iPhone. Right <laughs> I tricked you with the confidence. Let me check the information box. <laughs> the Ryan King and box. Jody. Tahiti. <laughs> Tahiti. Nope. Yeah. What the fuck? How can, how can Fiji and Jody's Jody losing? <laughs> Jody's <laughs> losing. Ryan. <laughs> Wait a minute, time out. How can Fiji be in Oceania and Tahiti not when they're like neighbors? Because Tahiti's probably part of Polynesia. Mm. I'm gonna guess Guam. Guam is uh, U.S. owned. It's not it's a country. Okay. Yeah, you know, if you're born in Guam, you're a citizen. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Good we, lost, we lost another good soldier. <laughs> well, it's one of the 52 states. Sorry, Ted Cruz was born in Guam. <laughs> Did you hear that? So what happened? Brian, he said it was one of the 52 states. Everybody <laughs> except Tommy has H.O. at this point. Wow, Tommy's winning? Oh, shit. Holy Some God. of the ones that you missed were Australia, Papua, New Guinea, New Zealand. Solomon Island. This little little island Ryan, called Australia. Marshall Island. That's actually Micronesia. That's pronounced Papua New Guinea. It's all one connective okay. thing. I like Papua. Okay, cool. R- Ryan, I'm gonna go, I like that one. <laughs> Tommy Ryan. knows that because he's printing shirts for the island. <laughs> Ryan, may I interrupt real quick? Yes. What is the name of, I think it was an old oil refinery that people took over made in a nation? Uh, oh. That's, uh, I thought that was Oceana. <laughs> Sealand. Oil land. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Was that the PayPal? Yeah, but it's, it's, it wasn't an oil uh, thing. It was a, like uh, no, it was like a like a helipad. Wasn't yeah, that the pa- the PayPal guy did that? Peter Thiel. It wasn't his whole concept of like a sovereign nation. Let's move oh, on with the game. Say? Never heard of this. And <laughs> Tommy is in control yeah. right now. Right. Tommy, name the f- a studio scariest album. Scariest five words you'd ever hear. <laughs> name a studio album by the rock band ZZ Top. Name an album. Yes. Illuminator. Yes. Pat. Tres hombres. Oh, good one. Yes. Jody. 
Uh, Rio Grande Mud. Yes, indeed. Great, because I would have named any of those. And you John Houlihan. Tejas, bitch. Tejas. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Tejas. Everybody's right. I didn't get one. Oh, am I out? You're out. I'm oh, sorry, shit. buddy. He's out? We love you, Brian. He didn't spell horse. Yeah, H-O-R. H-O-R. We're playing whore. Oh, playing whore. Oh. Whore. I was wondering how this game was going to end at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Who do we have? Is everyone done? I was going to say Afterburner and Eliminator. Right, yeah. Tommy, Those are the 80s. Fan, Tommy's still in control. Uh, proper name of a Batman movie. Exact title. Batman, the first movie. Right. Wrong. Batman. Correct. Oh, he's just saying Batman. Yes. Pat. Not Batman colon the first movie, but it's <laughs> like the, uh, Batman A New Hope. The fuck? Batman Begins. We should stop right. calling that fucking Star Wars movie A New Hope is called fucking Star Wars. Absolutely. That movie is Star Wars. I agree with you. Stop it. The New Hope. We have to differentiate now. Oh, you never saw Star Wars? You have to go back and, and put a new title on it? It's fucking Star Wars, you idiot. It's based on a story. Star Wars. All right, uh, Jody. Batman Returns. Right. And... John. Batman Begins. Right. I said that. Did you? Yeah. That's right. Did Pat go? Oh, you get a letter. No, no, no. I didn't know he went. He, well, you weren't listening. <laughs> I was making jokes because I'm on a comedy radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Good like, night, Come on, Irene. man. Oh, what do we do, guys? He's gonna... He is so out. No. He's going to freak out if we Let's throw go. him out of the game. Me and you in the back alley right now, John. He's going to close the computer and throw us all I'll, out of I'm, here. I, exactly I'm, right. I'm calling up our guest and getting her to represent us. <laughs> oh, all right. I don't know. What do we do, guys? You weren't I, paying I attention. Keep the going, rules don't going. change it's for you, sir. I'm afraid. I just That's don't want to listen to him yelling at me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> fair is fair. Join me for a shot. I know like 10 more Batman movies. It means I ain't thinking. <laughs> All right, name ten more in your back I know, end. I know ten more uh, <laughs> uh, AFC teams. <laughs> Join me for a shot, John. We're nothing but whores. All right, uh, I, I can tell you the worst Batman oh, movie I ever saw in the drive-through. What's that? The drive-through, the drive-in, drive-in. Sorry, <laughs> drive-through. Yeah. That was how bad it was. I just drove through it and drove right out. Face it, you're a whore like me and Brian. Now get over here and come sodomize us. Let's go. <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean, we white man? Whatever. I got. I, I have gotten no question wrong so far. It? You're full of oh, shit, man. except for Oceana. Oceana. <laughs> yeah, those are loaded questions. Bullshit. Uh, All right, got right. Tommy. Uh, name one of the characters from the video game Street Fighter Two. Oh God. Skippy. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be Skippy, right? That's cheap. That's cheap. H O for Tommy. Pat. H O. Oh yeah, H O. Ryu or Ryu? I've been R calling him Ryu this whole time. <laughs> right. That's Pat's enunciation at the end of that. Uh, Jody. Uh, I'm about to become a whore like all the rest. Oh, no. <laughs> Because I have no fucking idea. Oh, so I'm just going to no. say Skull Crusher. Skull Crusher. <laughs> ah, Skull Crusher. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's Sorry, my favorite ACDC song. You don't want to fight him. <laughs> skull Crusher. Come here, She's you little. She's going to crush your skull. She's going to crush your skull. I love it. You always put your hand on the top of your head. <laughs> you got it. You got to keep the hat on. Because it'll fly off like whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> so, I never knew. I never realized that. <laughs> I never put that together. I wish I had my my slide whistle. <laughs> Isn't there an app for I'm that? I'm crashing skulls like a... 
Here it comes. You stole it. Tommy and Pat, you are heads up. There we go. What? I'm still in. I only have H.O. Is he still in? Yes. All right, give me one for the last one. Fucking... Uh, M. Bison. Take it easy. With the, with the Batman thing, I didn't get to answer. No, I didn't. I only got two wrong. Keep in score. I can know what's going on. <laughs> All right. M. Bison's right. Really? I thought you got to be out of your mind. I, yeah, right. I thought you I only got two wrong. I thought you conceded. No. He called you conceded. So you're not a whore like the rest of us? Oh. All right. He's a, I get every question right until Oceana. He's, he's and then a I got no, a te- technicality. Yes, I did. No, you did not. Name the question I got wrong. Let me go back now. <laughs> gotta go back into the archives. You got Oceana wrong. It was uh, Batman Petulant Child was the one you missed. <laughs> <laughs> you got the That's uh, with Ben Affleck's, right? You got, <laughs> and, and you had the uh the common words wrong. Oh, okay. Right. Fuck you guys. Yes. Fuck your mothers. Let's and move over fuck the game. yourself. Yeah. I hope you all die in a car accident on the way home. Oh my god. Pieces <laughs> of shit. I'll try. I'm going to die in a car accident on the way home just to make All right, fine. Bad. If I got the common words wrong, then you're then you're right. But he's still in the right. game, though. No, I'm not. I'm out. H-O-R. He's nothing but a I'm out on a, the That's Batman right. technicality. It's me and you, rock star. Well, let's do it. It's 11 Head to head. It's 11 oh, shit, mono. Just to keep it going. Let's, uh, now you got to get two right. Since you heads up, you got to get two right in this round. Tommy, you're first. Name. This a- is a, 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 a battle for the ages because Tommy and Pat are, uh, hate each other. No, we do not. <laughs> well, no, just Pat hates Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> we are snoodling time right now. <laughs> this is the best matchup ever, and now I'm happy again. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Name a film that was directed by uh, James Cameron. Tommy. The Titanic. Right. And Avatar. Wait, we're, Wait. Gonna go back and, we're gonna go back and forth. Wait, you name a film. Oh, you said two. I thought we're gonna, no, yeah, you're you have, gonna to, have two. to get two no, right, but we're gonna go back and forth. Right, sorry. All right, well, Pat can't say Avatar right. now. So now you just no. name two, Pat. Uh, tit- uh, Terminator. And Terminator 2. Yes. <laughs> no. Wait. Be more specific. Fuck you. Fuck you. I I say Batman Begins. I'm the asshole. I Terminator 2, Batman. Rise of the Machines I or some shit. I said Batman Begins first. Terminator 2 had a name. <laughs> yeah, there was a Guns N' Roses video. <laughs> <laughs> this one we're going to keep going until we're done. Round Robin. Okay. Back and forth. Round Robin. Tommy, you're first. <laughs> Name a... Monopoly piece, one of the traditional Monopoly pieces that you can play as in the game. An iron. Iron is right. Thimbu. <laughs> Thimble? A crash symbol, yeah. <laughs> uh, now me? Yeah. Top hat. Top hat's right. Stanley Steamer race car. Ooh. <laughs> come on, Jay. Come Cars, on with another I'll one. give him that. Cars right. <laughs> race car. Yeah, race car. Race car. Top What's that, Jay Leno? Oh, shit, Jay. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. You can do it, Tommy. Don't give him any answers. I know you want to help him so bad, you cheating it's fuck. Just like poker. I hate you. Tommy, if I tap you in the leg, that means answer. Nope. Oh, I nope. think it's going to me. Oh, I got one. Fax machine. Turning back. Fax it- machine. <laughs> Congratulations, Pat. Pat wins the game. What do you got, Pat? Pat? That little dog. Yes. Little dog. You know what kind of dog it is. And the shoe. Schnauzer. Terrier. 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 Close. Scotty. Scotty. Scotty's right. Scotty's Wait a minute. Did Pat win the game for the first time ever? No, he's won. Raise your glasses high, gentlemen. This is a momentous occasion. Hey, Ryan, there's a shoe in there, too, right? 
There is a shoe. Oh, yeah, the shoe. It was always the shoe. Statue with the man on a horse. It's all the streets of, of Atlantic City, and uh, there's actually now you could use a. Uh, in the streets of Atlantic City. In the streets of the close to Monopoly Factory. I like when they updated the game, and one of my favorite pieces to use was Homeless Man in front of 7 Eleven. <laughs> you know, the wheelbarrow is gone now, right? Ah, uh, the wheelbarrow. The yeah, because someone fucking uh, yeah, stole it. The right. neighborhood's in a mess. The rusty it's a wheelbarrow. baby wheelbarrow. <laughs> baby wheelbarrow. <laughs> it's a baby fucking wheel, man. Oh, shit, Jay. Oh, my God. What the fuck is that? What is that thing? It looks hurt. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God, man. We are seeing some shit we ain't never seen before. Oh, my God, Jay. Holy uh, shit, Jay. Jay, 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 we get some big, big money for that. It's a fucking fish, fish buddy. Come on, Jay, that, that is, is still, still good, good meat on that fucking <laughs> fish, kid. <laughs> am, am, am I lying? lying? Jay, Jay, let's, let's get, get it. it. Oh, man, oh, man, man, we, man, we need help, buddy. Help, buddy. <laughs> let's fucking some. hook that shit. And we'll be on the fucking news, man. Let's get it in the boat, bro. Come on, you gotta hook. Oh, if that's a flounder, man, let's pull it man, in, Jay. Jay, that is a fucking... That's a tuna, bro. Jay, that's a tuna or something. Jay, look at it. Come on. Jay says it's a fucking big sea turtle. <laughs> Holy shit, look at this fucking thing. Jay, what the fuck is that? Oh, man, Jay, it's dead, bro. bro it's oh, my God. God. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is that? that? I'm having flashbacks. It's like a negative land record. Well, we're swans, and we'll see you next week. On Live from the Barrage. Anything else, boys? Thank you, Ryan, for the uh, incredible game. Everybody go see Triple Nine in theaters. Uh, it's the greatest movie ever made. Everybody go see Champagne Jerry this uh, Wednesday, Have Thursday, Friday, and show. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, go see Champagne Jerry in Chicago. Uh, this is important. I've been asked to uh, say this, not because of Champagne Jerry, because uh, somebody, uh, a friend of ours. In Chicago, Champagne Jerry will be appearing at a place called the, ga- uh, the Defibrillator Gallery, which is on 1463 <laughs> West Chicago Avenue. And holy shit, Jay. Uh, <laughs> and of course, if you'd rather not do that, just ignore this message and have a great show. Oh, I wasn't supposed to read that part. Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Go see Champagne Jerry. Go check out... Uh, um, Fucking Christina's shit. Holy shit, the, Jay. The laundromat website. Yeah, laundry. Go to laundromat.com. I forget the fucking <laughs> name. The laundry workers and the steel workers are all teaming up to help the B and H people. It's a, it's fascinating. It's a, it's a it's a wonderful story. Great guest. I love it. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Mr. Brian Musicoff from New Jersey, United States of America. And of course, Mario Asaro. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what would we do without you? Anything else? We're done. Thanks. Great show. Oh, my week. God. We'll see you next week at 1130. Holy shit. Uh, I get, how am I going to fill time to 1130? This is crazy. 
All right, we'll see you then. Oh, we got to fill time? I can fill time. Yeah. There's a set going strong, not a thing. 